From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. TGIF, it's seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. 18 days before what I have no doubt in my mind. I really thought it would take me about another seven to 10 days to be able to say what I'm about to say. We are definitely going to be having a wave election. I I ask you to pay attention. Please pay attention to what's going on. New England is in play. The Pacific Northwest is in play. I mean, New York uh, City, New York State in play. It's going to be an incredible election. And this is why you see the Democrats are losing it right now. Pay attention to what's going on right now. It's very interesting. You've got creepy Joe Biden snapping at reporters I like this female reporter. They didn't show her, so I don't know who she was. Uh, But I could tell it was a female voice. And she said that you're going to be campaigning with John Fetterman. And Biden thought, like, this is going to be good. This is going to be nice. It's going to be really, really easy. And then she said, but nobody's really asking you to campaign with them. How come? And he he just started snapping and, you know, uh, called her kid. Count, kid. 15 people and 20 more. Yeah. You think there's 35, whatever that is, 45 or 35 rather. You think there's 35 people asking him to campaign with him in the next two weeks? I don't think so. He's got a couple of stops. That's it. I mean, I don't even come to think of it. It's it's Obama. Obama's going to the four closest battleground states. They don't want to be seen. Even Stacey Abrams, that wackadoo, doesn't want to be seen with Joe Biden. He was all mixed up. Oh, my God, it was terrible. Here's what I was thinking about. You've got the president of the United States. He thinks John Fetterman's wife, Zell, is the candidate. So he's messing. You're going to be great. Hey, John, and your wife, Zell, is going to be great in the Senate. I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is just too much. It's too much to bear. But John Fetterman, at his own event, think about this. You're the candidate. It's your event. John Fetterman did not speak. But I'll tell you what I did see. He looked very confused. I mean, I don't think they're getting away with it. I don't think it's going to work. But to even have moderate success in what they're trying to pull off is unbelievable. I don't even know about these commercials. Are they from previous campaigns? I mean, he doesn't talk like that when you see him. So he's not talking at all. A reporter asks a question and his wife jumps in. I never knew about his wife until yesterday. Zell, we are not doing we we are not doing any interviews. I didn't know that we we were even considering her. But we are not doing interviews 
we are here to celebrate. What? What is this? There's no pandemic right now. Thank God. I know this is very tough on the Democrats because they can hang out in the basement. Here's the other thing. I've noticed it. Have you? These Democrats, they don't want to debate. Then they say they can't debate you because you won't debate. And that's that's like ridiculous because they they want to debate. That's like some silly argument that that you see in in, in some goofy uh, who knows what sitcom. I know you are, but what am I? Yeah, I know you are, but what am I? The Oregon, this is hilarious. Now I can't I can't debate because my opponent won't debate, or they take the strategy they won't debate because they say their opponent is so radical that they will not debate with them. Again, it's always blaming somebody else for what you won't or can't do. So if you look at all these and and the polling, oh my goodness. And after the break, I'm going to share with you, you know I've been telling you this forever, ever and ever and ever, that they oversample Democrats. I'm going to qualify not qualify. I'm going to quantify what I mean and exactly what they've been doing in this election cycle. And again, they're cheating like hell, but they can't even cheat enough to win. Remember, that was my big concern in 2020. I said President Trump is going to have to win by a lot to be able to overcome everything that they're doing. And everything that they do isn't totally in the realm of cheating, but it's in trying to gain an advantage wherever they can. Extending voting, not having signatures, having no signature verification, ballot doesn't have to be dated. They just want everything that they want to count. And of course, the converse is true. Anything they don't want to count doesn't count. A reminder, the Philadelphia Phillies tonight in game three. So that's a pivotal game. The first of, uh, well, it doesn't guarantee because if one team wins two in a row, that series is over. No, no, I take that back. Their series is one to one. The Yankees series, a game five is not guaranteed. The Phillies are guaranteed three home games. If they win them all, they go to the World Series. If they win two out of three, they go back to San Diego where they would only have to win one out of two. If they win the game six, it's over. If they lose game six, they have a game seven redo. They have a chance uh, to win it in seven. Game time first pitch for the Phillies tonight. Yankees and the Houston Astros are off until tomorrow because, of course, it's not a work night for me. It, every night's a work night for me, but you know I don't have to get up at 2 o'clock tomorrow. So, of course, the Yankees are off tonight because I would love – I would have liked yesterday to be an off day. And today, the, the schedule stinks for my work schedule. 
they play. They have no game tonight when it's not a work night or a 2 a.m. wake up. They do play on Saturday, and it's a day game when it wouldn't matter if it's a night game. It's hilarious, my life. And then Sunday, of course, is a night game when I have to get up a few hours later. So that, that this, is, this is not good. But let's see. Let's see if the Yankees even get the fifth game. I think they will. Uh, last night, kind of a heartbreaker. One pitch. Baseball is an amazing game, and I do love it. One pitch. If Severino can negotiate one pitch with Bregman, he was part of that cheating team. But he rocketed that three-run home run out of there on a windy night. That's a stupid thing, too. They could have closed that thing, but Major League Baseball in some goofy deal, says that if it's a certain temperature, because, you know, the investment that was made in the stadium, the Astros, instead of having a dome stadium, they wanted a retractable roof. I really think they made a mistake with that call because they hardly ever have the roof open. So what did they do that for? Because they wanted, the Astros wanted the roof closed, but they have they had no control of the call. Major League Baseball controls it, which is just stupid. So the roof was left open, and it was about 80 degrees. So it was very nice. And it wasn't that windy, but then all of a sudden, by like the, I can't remember if it was the third inning, something like that. Oh, my gosh, you saw the... The baseball uniforms and the umpire's pants rippling really uh, significantly. It was just just stupid when you could close that. But they don't. And, of course, they never admit they're wrong. They could have closed it. I don't know how long it takes to close, but they could have closed it and said, oh, it's getting windy. We'll, we'll close it now. But there's something to that, too, because um, then there's a humidity problem. They need a certain amount of time to regulate the temperature. So anyhow. Uh, just stupidness. Speaking of stupid, New York City spent over $325,000 for these huge tents and all these beds and phone banks and washers and dryers. I mean, look, it looked beautiful. Uh, linen and, and banks of phones and Xboxes and all this stuff. And they have exactly five people. In there, five. Incredible. And it actually cost over $650,000. Why? Because a queen of illegal immigration, Alexandria Casio Cortez, insisted that it not be in her district. It was already built. So they had to unbuild it and then rebuild it in another area. Aren't they hypocrites? Aren't they spectacular, just delicious hypocrites? They're, they're flying people, busing people all over America. But they'll complain about Ron DeSantis or Governor Abbott sending 50 people. They're such liars. They want to criminally charge them. They've sent millions around the country.
but they want to charge these two governors. Especially, notice I haven't heard anybody that wants to charge Abbott. They want to charge DeSantis. Huh, I wonder why. I'm sorry, because they consider him, if Trump doesn't win or run or doesn't win the nomination, they consider DeSantis a threat to be the next president. So, of course, they weaponize everything. Oh, we have so much to share with you. Uh, Polling about Joe Biden, that is absolutely disastrous. And also, I'm going to show you a empirical evidentiary proof that these Democrats and their Democrat polls purposely oversample Democrats to try to fool the public about who's winning. Fox News commentary. Looking to buy a can of whipped cream in this major American city? Well, make sure to bring your ID. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Businesses don't run on automation or algorithms alone. What powers businesses are your people and the people they serve. At Cintas, your dedicated service reps understand what you need to help you keep your employees feeling safe, comfortable, and performing their best. So your business can too. For workwear, essential cleaning products, first aid and safety supplies, and fire protection services, visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. Come to this, folks. New York has banned the sale of whipped cream canisters to those under 21. Fines for doing so range from 250 to 500 bucks. Now, this law wasn't made to take the joy out of your favorite dessert, but rather because young people are increasingly using whipped cream canisters to get high. This odd yet very popular method of getting high involves huffing nitrous oxide, which is that propellant used in whipped cream canisters. They are known more commonly as whippets, and they come with a very long list of potential side effects, such as loss of blood pressure, fainting, heart attack, oh, and even sudden death. Long-term effects also include memory loss and psychosis. So needless to say, whipped cream of all things has become quite the problem. You know, I'm not sure if limiting the access with an age requirement will solve this problem, but it is rather ironic that you have to show an ID to buy whipped cream, but not to vote. Just saying. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me today at 3, but now back to Hurley in the Morning, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Thank you, Sean Hannity. 25 minutes past the hour. So what would you pick the number? If you had to pick a number, percentage of the American people who say that Joe Biden pays enough attention to key issues, what number would you pick out of 100 percent? You would think that in any era that was not playing under bizarro world rules or suspension of disbelief, whatever you want to call it, you would think that number would be very high because it would be self-evident. It would be apparent. What are the the tough issues? The tough issues right now are the prices of gasoline, uh, prices of everything, overall inflation, uh, and all the difficulties that we're having economically. So you would think that'd be way up there, right? And that a president would really be focusing on that only, and this is a Democrat poll, which I promise you probably surveyed unlikely voters. I'll look at the tabulars in just a second. I just have a thought I want to finish, but I'll just say it up front. I guarantee you it's unlikely voters, maybe not even registered voters, let alone likely voters. And they always oversample Democrats. I'm going to prove that in a little bit. But a Monmouth University poll 
31% of Americans say that Joe Biden pays enough attention to the key issues. 31%, meaning 69% says he doesn't. And it goes on to all the important issues, crime, uh, inflation was first, crime was second, immigration third, jobs fourth, unemployment fifth, domestic terrorism and hate groups sixth. I mean, you got to go way, way down before what Democrats are hanging their hat on. What would they have done? I don't even know. What would they have done if the Supreme Court hadn't come out with that decision? I mean, that's that's what they believe was going to save them. Abortion was going to save them from themselves in the midterm elections. Gasoline prices, I could go on and on. This poll, here we go, I'm in the tabulars now. Oh, what a surprise. Poll was conducted October 13th through 17th. They surveyed 808 people, not even registered voters. This is so sick. I'm telling you, you're not going to get to hear it because they're not going to give it to you. But the likely voter model samplings have to be through the roof right now for Republicans. So there you have it there. That's just people. Hey, who are you talking? I'm talking to people. What kind of people? I oh, just people. Oh, I got a people. People. All right. Let me see if I can find this fantastic news. Which proves. Hey, by the way, if you fly American Airlines, they're doing away with first class seating. I don't have time to tell you why, but they have a reason. Let's see. Okay, here we go. As they say in the business, there they go. Here we go. Quote, unquote, in the past week, polling data has increasingly shown Republicans within striking distance of Democrats in races previously thought to be safe Democrat races for governor of Michigan and New York, the Senate races in Colorado and Pennsylvania and several others. And look, I'm not even picking the ones that we know are really, really close. These are ones that nobody's really talking about. You have uh, Lee Zeldin, the congressman who opted not to run for reelection and to run for governor. This Kathy Hochul, uh, another one who will not debate. It's unbelievable how many of them there are. They just will not debate. And they're going to get punished for it. But this is no surprise if you've been listening to me for three minutes or 31 years. An examination was done of all of the major polls in the past three election cycles. So not just now. Easy to take those numbers and extrapolate that the polls favored the Democrats by four to five percentage points. How about that? And you know whether it was President Trump in, I think it was Wisconsin, where he was supposed to lose by somewhere between 17 and 20 points. And I remember telling you every day, that's a lie. I I said, it's going to be close. 
it could go either way. It, it's typically a Democrat state, but barely. It's a very um, sort of purple, if you will, state. By the way, sidebar, and I wrote the definitive column in all of America on this. I hate this red and blue thing. I despise it. I despise that the American people, the American media rather, created the divisive red and blue states. And then they say America is divided when they divide America. All of this, you can track all this. This has been a slog towards this this horrible atmosphere that we have as a country. This very divided, divisive. It's terrible. The first time there were red and blue coloring for covering on television the race for president was when we went to color TV. It would have been after the Nixon-Kennedy election. That was black and white coverage. But once there was color TV, and it made sense, you want, you want contrast. When you're trying to be illustrative, you want contrast. I, I understand that. I respect that. I appreciate that. I, I, I support it even. And what they did was, for example, when President Reagan ran... And I believe it was the first time. You should Google that article that I wrote. It's really a great piece on how we became red and blue states. But when President Reagan won, or just I'll just say when President Reagan ran, he did win, obviously. But when he ran, they did color the states red and blue. But actually, Reagan states were colored blue. That sounds odd now. Because they brainwashed us that blue is Democrat and red is Republican. And I think that's also on purpose. They kind of tag Republicans. I Look, I blue is my favorite color, not the blue that they paint blue in red states. I like navy blue. They use more of like a royal blue, which I'm not adverse to, but it's just not my favorite shade of blue. I blue eyes. I like navy blue. Uh I'm not I also like red. But they picked red on purpose and tagged Republicans with it. Red China, just red communism. It's it's on purpose. There's no make no mistake about it. But as recently as when Reagan was president, even after that, they rotated. So Reagan's were colored in blue, and when he would win a state, then the Democrat that cycle the states were, were colored in red, and then four years later, they flipped it. They should have never done red and blue states. Uh, it, it, it's exactly what the media wanted to do. They wanted to pick a fight with the American people and then blame the American people for being divided. But they were the ones that divided us. It's, it's sad. They don't get tagged for it. But I know it's true what I'm saying. There's no way that we should be called red and blue states. New Jersey's a blue state. Uh, you know, this one's a red state. We never, ever should have gone down that path. It's awful. And all it does is divide us, which is exactly what the media wants. They pick a fight and then they get to cover the gore. 
This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. 34 minutes past the hour. This is Harry Hurley. I have three stories that you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app and our website. 13 things you may not know about Stockton University. That was a lot of fun to put together. Check it out. It's a good story. Did you know that New Jersey was the original Hollywood? We were the home of motion picture industry. And the Philadelphia police are hunting for a shooter suspect that was freed by, you know it, Larry Krasner. From the Townsport, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Lots of sunshine, hardly a breeze, dry air, dry weather, and seasonable temperatures. Nothing to complain about today, folks, once we warm up a little bit. We'll reach a high of 65 degrees this afternoon. Tonight, clear and cool, but not as cold as it has been, low of 44. Another nice day tomorrow, mostly sunny, high 68. Clouds increase late with our next rain chance coming up Sunday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Ready to make the home improvements you've been talking about? WPG Talk Radio 95.5. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. All right, so now let's dig into the evidence of how they do this and the results of, and, and you know I've shared the local examples they used to have Lobiondo's opponents. I remember one time they had Bill Hughes. I think it was within like four points of Lobiondo. It wound up being 20-some points. They had, of course, uh, infamously famous. Uh, you have um, the time the Testa was allegedly trailing Bob Andrzak by 14 or 15, whatever it was. And he went on to win by something like close to 10. So, I mean, it was just off by by a moonshot. Then, of course, while voting was actually underway, uh, these filthy polls, uh, they're just awful. And it's not just here in this area. It's all over the country. But the uh, local poll, which fortunately no longer is in the polling business, I, I actually consider that one of my greatest accomplishments. I think that I was largely responsible for ending that poll. Because I doggedly, I would not let it go until it was discontinued. I wouldn't let it go because it was so blatantly wrong all the time and always in favor of Democrats. That either it's a level of incompetence with a coincidence uh, dash splashed in or it's purposely wrong. Doesn't matter what the intent was. It always was wrong. And it was always wrong in favor of Democrats. That much you cannot deny. So here's this analysis of the different polling. Quinnipiac Quinnipiac University, you know, we trash that all the time. It it really should be uh, just completely ignored. Anything they come up with should be ignored. For example... They had a poll just a couple of days ago that has Raphael Warnock leading Herschel Walker 52 to 45 among likely voters. Impossible. Impossible. You have the USA Today Suffolk poll that has Fetterman leading Mehmet Oz 46 to 40. Impossible. You have a poll that is CBS YouGov. We refer to that one once in a while. Uh, in Arizona, it outweighs and has uh, an advantage that shouldn't be there for Democrats in terms of the sampling.
by over 4.2%. So when you see their poll with Mark Kelly beating Blake Masters 51% to 48, it actually means that Masters is ahead in the race. And the CBS YouGov poll also found that Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer was leading Republican challenger Tudor Dixon by 53 to 47 percent. This poll is off by 3 percent in oversampling in favor of Democrats. So that race is probably in the margin of error, could be even a tie, something like that. I do expect that Gretchen Whitmer will win, but that's only because Michigan is whacked, not because she she is she is a clown. It's it just must be a terrible state to live in right now. What was I looking at? And I'm going to share it with you after the break. About an hour ago, you have a New York professor, New York University professor, fired. And I will tell you why he was fired when we come back. You have a famous activewear brand and store that has announced they're leaving San Francisco. Cotopaxi is the name. I can't say that I really ever heard of it, but evidently it is a rather famous activewear brand. They're leaving San Francisco. I'll tell you about that after the break. It's 45 minutes past the hour. This is Early in the Morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thank you. Let's make it a great TGIF. It's uh, 10 minutes before the top of the hour. It gives you a whole different um, outlook, doesn't it? And what what I am, why I think I make a point of emphasis of all this is I don't want you ever to be discouraged when, in fairness, look, if there's a reason to be discouraged, I'm the first one to tell you. And it even gets people mad at me. But I made a promise over 30 years ago that I would not lie. I would not lie to you, even if that meant me taking some heat. So, for example, I knew John McCain was a terrible candidate and he was going to lose. And I said he was going to lose. And I said that Mitt Romney sucked. And then he was going to lose. And then people, oh, why do you got to say that? Uh, because it's true. That's why. So then when I tell you the reverse, you should believe me then as well. I told you back in 1994, stop listening to these Democratic liars that were telling you that Democrats have it wrapped up. It's not a matter of if they will keep control of both houses of Congress. It's a matter of by what size their margins of, of um, advantage will be. And I said, no, 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 it's not true. They're, they're going to lose. They're going to lose the House of Representatives for the first time, the majority, for the first time in 40 years. And Republicans are going to win the Senate. And that was considered just kookery. And it was a massive Republican wave election. This, I don't know how big the wave is going to be, but it's going to be a big wave. It's not going to be like it is now, very close margin between the two parties. I mean, the Republicans are going to hold 
at least a 25-seat majority, and I'm starting to believe it's going to be more like 35, maybe maybe even 40. And I, I feel really good about a 52-48 Republican majority in the Senate. I, th- I think that's very close to almost being baked into the cake. But this much I do know. Because, again, I tell you the truth. I go to great pains to tell you the truth. The House is won. So Biden's agenda is stopped. He'll be able to write executive orders and do things like that. The only other thing he's going to be doing is is who knows what. I don't even know what. But he's not going to have legislation that he can sign. It's not happening. He's done. His his presidency ends early January of next year. Over. So you wait. Oh, my gosh. Because they're going to be promising jobs to these losers that are going to be out. Wait till you see what the Democrats are going to be like cockroaches. And somebody just turned the light on. The stuff they're going to be doing between November 9th and when the new uh, session of Congress is sworn in early January is going to be staggering. Now, the saving grace will be one third of the Senate is going to be up in two years and the entire 435 members will be up again in the House. So some of them will be like, whoa, I can't I can't vote for this. I can't vote for this. Because I, I, I mean, the moment decision 2020 is over or 2022 rather is over, it's immediately decision 2024. It's just the way it is. And so that could also save us from some of the radicalism that they would love to do. But make no mistake about it. They're going to promise these losers, look, vote for this garbage that we're doing and we got a job for you. We'll take care of you. Of course, that's criminal activity, you know. When you when you do a an official act because you are going to receive something of compensation in return, you know that's blatant graft, that's blatant criminal activity, but they don't care because they've got total control. You've got the uh, Department of Justice has just requested something like 35 or 40 million dollars because they have so many January 6th cases to prosecute. Oh, it's so complicated, they say, and it's it's unprecedented, and they have so much, so many people to ruin. But yet they don't do anything about Hunter Biden or any of these other criminals that they protect. Gets pretty old, doesn't it? Former Vice President Pence yesterday, and look, I like Mike Pence. I think he is a proper, good, and decent man. But to the former vice president, respectfully, sir, you have no chance, no chance at all. Even if President Trump doesn't run, Mike Pence can't beat Ron DeSantis. I don't even know if he would finish second. Because if for some reason President Trump doesn't run, but I I almost consider that almost zero percent chance that he doesn't run. But you can't say until he says he's running, until he officially announces that he's running, you have to leave open that there's a possibility. Who knows? But I think he has to run uh, to vindicate himself also because they're never going to stop coming after him. 
so he's not safe. If you think like if he said, I, uh, hey, guys, come on, I can't take it anymore. You're, you broke me. You're breaking my family. You're breaking me. I can't take it anymore. Uh, I won't run. Do you think they're going to let up? Hell no. They're never letting up. Not only is he going to run, which means I win a fabulous dinner uh, to Capriccio Restaurant at Resorts Casino Hotel in Atlantic City, the official and exclusive casino hotel for the Hurley in the Morning program. Not only do I win this spectacular dinner, I know he's running because I know it and I have inside friends here, so I know it. So when I tell you he's running, he's running. And not only do I know he's running, he has to run. That is how winning and becoming president. Look, some of these animals will still be prosecuting him and things like that. But he has to run. They're not going to stop. I said it a long time ago. I've already been proven right on this point a hundredfold. They have been coming after him with such venom, ridiculous stuff, even. And then you got to read all this garbage. Oh, like Woodward. Oh, I think he wrote something like no one has ever been in this much peril. Oh, really? No one. This is the most peril that anyone has ever been in. These hysterical, deranged freaks to which I would only criticize my former boss to say, why did you give Woodward that interview that let him make all that money writing a book and now he's putting out the audio of it all? Big mistake. But it's a difference between a President Joe Biden who won't interview with anyone and President Trump who will interview with everyone. Just a big difference. You know, this next story, and we broke it yesterday pretty much in real time because I, I shared with you that during John Zarek's program that I had received a text message from Fox News. And I wasn't surprised, but the the speed of it is is really breathtaking. And that was the fact that Liz Truss, the prime minister of the United Kingdom, was resigning after just 44 days. She didn't even make it, I don't believe – to 45 i guess she well she did make it to 45 but she announced on day 44 that she's resigning she's done and it is possible although i i'm not prepared to say that it's happening because it just there's just too much uh, unknown at this point but there's a chance that boris johnson will be able to come back and be prime minister there's this whole concept that he paid a lot. I didn't know it, but he, he he's kind of known as Bojo. I didn't know that. He's pretty flamboyant. That I knew. His hair is, I don't even know what to call it. I'll just call it spectacular, although I don't like it. It's messy. Messy had a hair. He's got a lot of it, but it's very messy. Uh, so he was forced to resign over parties. So that was stupid. He had parties. And it violated some regulation. They call it the the Johnson government, you know, set forth by the Johnson government. But he might be able to come back. All right, it's open forum now, as usual. I had a lot more I didn't get to.
WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ HD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Good news. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is six minutes past the hour, TGIF. Uh, Let's pull for the Phillies tonight. And uh, I know that I am. You can catch all the action on our sister station, 97.3 ESPN. First pitch is at 7.37 p.m. Game three of the National League Championship Series, Philadelphia Phillies versus the San Diego, if I'm Ron Burgundy. How did you know that Joe Biden did another Ron Burgundy? I'll get to that in a second. Uh, They're playing the San Diego Padres. Uh, Big game. First of three games, Phillies actually can close it out at home. Now, it's not you, – you can win three games in a row. The teams do it a lot during the season. It's tough in this type of – on this type of stage, but they could do it. I'm, I'm thinking that they got a good shot of winning two out of the three. And to win it, they may have to go back to San Diego, but we'll see. But Joe Biden was reading his teleprompter the other day, and it – they, they really, I'm telling you, there's people that need to be fired. I mean, we look, we have a president that has a severe and it's 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 escalating a severe mental acuity problem. So if you put it on the screen, he's going to read it. I'm telling you, if you put profanity on the screen, if you put um, I'm going to be giving Vladimir Putin a call and then I'm going to poop in my pants, he would say it. He will say whatever is on the screen. He is Ron Burgundy, only not as good. He said something. I can't remember the phrase, but he said it. Then instead of putting it again, they've got to put the same thing again because a normal person would see brackets. I've read a teleprompter. Uh, I, I did it for an event that I hosted in Atlantic City, and it's not that hard. The challenge is to do it without making it look like you're reading. That's the challenge. But it's not that hard. You read what's on the teleprompter. But if it says there's little things and you know because they're in brackets and stuff, you know that's just for your information and either to give you context of something or if they want you to repeat something, they don't have to do it again so that you think it's a typo. It will say repeat, repeat again. So Joe Biden said, uh, I pooped in my pants. And then it says repeat again. So he said, I pooped in my pants. He repeated it again. He he read the words. I, I took I take that back. He didn't say he pooped in his pants again. He he said, repeat the words. Because it was on the teleprompter. This is this is unbelievable what's going on. I mean, just yesterday's series of crazy John, it's good to see you, John, and Zell's going to be great in the Senate. Well, no, Joe, John's running. Zell is his wife. She's not going to be great in the Senate. He's not going to be great in the Senate either, but she has no chance to be great in the Senate because she's not on the ballot. But he thinks she is because he doesn't know. Because it's getting that bad. 
Come on, you see the look. Did you see when he was eating the ice cream cone? And he was just babbling. How about the other day when he finished his uh, speech and then he apologized at the end? God bless our troops and I apologize. What? What's going on? This is crazy. And the media pretends like we've got a president that's just all there and with it. Nothing, nothing to see here. John, how are you doing, my friend? Good morning, Harry. Happy Friday. Yes, I'm very pleased it's Friday. I've, I've had enough almost. You know, I was recently at this event, uh, this charity event, and uh, it turned out the Phillies won, and, and uh, Senator Jeff Andrew high-fived me. I thought that was pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> when we found out. It was, it was a good night. But, uh, it was a great night. I was... I was um, on Facebook this morning, and, and the first thing you see is is uh, a lot of craziness. And, and with this clown, and he's not my president, I do not recognize him as my president. Um, he, the whole world is as unstable as him because of him, and it's not just here in America; it's everywhere. Well, this this proves that the American president is truly the leader of the free world. Because you're right about this, John. We Let me give you a few examples. You've got the fact that Afghanistan was handled in a way that no commander in chief, and he lied. He said he was following the um, advice given to him by the generals. They did not give him the advice to do that. Uh, so his his strategy, I can't even call it that, but it was his at least. His strategy was disastrous in Afghanistan. It led to people hanging off of planes and plummeting to their death and Americans being killed and Americans still trapped there. But the American people can't keep up with all this. So you don't even hear about that anymore, John. But we still have Americans that can't get home and they're doing nothing about getting them home. And of course, the Taliban is reinstituted or I should say reconstituted. Uh, and that's a terrible thing. And they've destroyed the, the rights and lives of women that now can't do anything free. They can't go to school. They, this this group of liars. Oh, yeah, Joe. Uh, yeah, we, we're going to be fine this time. We're, we're new and improved. We're the new and improved Taliban. Women are going to be in our cabinet. Yeah, we, I said women are going to be in your cabinet. Not only are they not going to be in the government in leadership positions, they're going to be, again, covered from head to toe, not able to go to school, not be able to drive, not be able to go out. And if they go out, they have to be with a male. Uh, it, it, it's just it's horrible. It's horrible what he's done. Then, of course, we know what he did with Russia and Ukraine. That would not be happening uh, if we did not have this this vacuum of weakness and leadership. Uh, Trump was president. There was no even hint, whisper, sniff that Putin would invade Ukraine. It never would have happened. And then North Korea's lighting off rockets and and Iran is provocative. I mean, he has set the world on fire, John. It's like he's planning this stuff. I don't you cannot be this stupid. Well, maybe he could. No, no. Remember now, this is the third term of Obama. Obama hates America. Don't ever forget that. He takes everything it will give him. But he and his father before him, they hate America. They hate the United Kingdom. They hate Israel. And just note how everything's going. So you have the Obama creatures 
that Joe Biden's not in control of his bowel movements, literally, I, I've been told. But he's certainly not in control of this government. The Obama bots are. So it is their strategy. Uh, remember Obama's language that, that uh, oil prices will skyrocket necessarily high uh, because their agenda is – this is crazy, by the way. They want to take away fossil fuels from America in a ridiculously short period of time in the future. They want everybody to have these cars that are catching fire. Uh, and it's the dirtiest process in the world that's being done by slave labor. It's so dirty. It's so from a actual uh, depletion standpoint, it's dirty of resources. But also the human resource is abused in the process of it. And that's what they want. They're they're so conflicted with themselves. And this is why they're acting crazy right now. Harry, I'm worried about the elections you shouldn't be as bad as everything is throughout the country i am worried about cheating in the elections is what i'm worried about all right well here's what i'm going to tell you they do cheat they cheat with vote by mail they cheat any way they can they cheat with the rules they don't want signature verification they don't want voter id they want you to need photo id to get a can of whipped cream but they don't want you to have voter id uh required at the polls because that's racist this is how sick they are and what i said was not a joke they want photo id to get a can of whipped cream this is how sick they are they're absolutely barking mad here's the saving grace they do cheat they've always cheated long before kennedy and that whole crew cheated in the election of 1960 there's nothing new here here's the difference john sleep well Rest easy, my friend. They cannot cheat enough to win. You have nothing to worry about. They're going to do it, but they can't change the outcome this time. I appreciate you. Have a great weekend, too. And remember, if you want whipped cream, bring your driver's license (laughs) or some photo ID, okay? It's insane. I know. Get these dumb cracks out. (laughs) They're going to be gone. See you, my friend. Let's get to break in. We'll be right back. More of your phone calls. Just one open phone line. Wide open forum this entire hour. We're going to visit with Andra Williams from Atlantic City in the 8 o'clock hour. She is the chairperson of the Atlantic City Independence Committee. They were the ones that successfully put together, crafted a legal petition showing you the power. We've said it all the time. You know, citizens can create ordinances. You can create your own ordinance that your government would have to live with. If you succeed, uh, I'll, I'll tell you more about that uh, when we have time. We don't have time right now because I want to go to your calls. Uh, Andra is also putting she has put her name on the ballot as a candidate for the Atlantic State Board of Education. This is someone that's never run, that's not political, uh, that just knows that there's so much wrong right now in our country and in Atlantic City. And these are the kinds of folks that I've been asking for my entire broadcasting career to step up and run in your communities and serve in these key positions. Otherwise, you get what they give you. And what they give you is the Marty Small group. And that's not a good thing. Thankfully, the state is running the show. So since they they are in control, certain things have not gone down the tubes. But anywhere that They have control, the little bit of control that they have. 
they've been disastrous. So we've got a lot to talk about in the 8 o'clock hour and the 9 o'clock hour because we need it. I'm going to tell you, I need it. It's an official early in the morning mental health break. I have an idea what we're going to do, and it's not going to be hot talk. It's not going to be any of this garbage. It's not going to be any politics. It's not going to be any of this stuff. Got to, got to put it away for one hour at least during the week, and we're going to do it in today's 9 o'clock hour. Back to your calls right after this. It's Sean Hannity up now. Your morning espresso starts right here. It's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. There's not a single thing the Democrats can run on that makes you say, oh, I really want to vote for them. I, I, I think they've done a great job. Well, have they done a great job on the economy? Are you happy with the 41-year high of inflation? Are you happy with record high gas prices? Are you happy with open borders? Are you happy with the woke agenda being taught to your kids in schools that they support? You know, Tell me what you're happy about. Are you happy about the pullout in Afghanistan? Are you happy about how they're handling the war in Europe? Are you happy about the high prices of energy it's going to take to heat your home this winter? Because it's all coming. What's really scary is what's happening in New Hampshire and New England states, that they don't have enough natural gas to actually fire up the grid, which means they might have blackouts in the middle of winter all throughout New England. The Sean Hannity Show from coast to coast later today. Hey, a lot of you know that I learned how to use a firearm when I was 11 years old. I've been practicing my entire life, and people ask me all the time, Hannity, what kind of gun should I get? Well, now I'm telling them, go to Henry Repeating Arms. And I always tell them to start just by going to their website, henryusa.com. You're going to get a free catalog. Now, Henry has over 200 models of rifles and shotguns to choose from. They're made with the finest craftsmanship I've ever seen, and you don't beat their performance Everyone I have was accurate right out of the box and reliable ever since. Their company motto is made in America or not made at all. They have a lifetime warranty, family-owned business, and these folks are true patriots who give back to our military, our vets, our first responders, sick kids, you name it. They support gun safety, and they support our Second Amendment. So if you're in the market for a high-quality American-made firearm, just go to HenryUSA.com. You get their free catalog, listed dealers, and free decals, HenryUSA.com. You'll love this company. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you very much. 24 minutes past the hour. Right back to your calls we go. 609-407-1450. Wide open forum until 8 o'clock this morning. Then it's Dateline Atlantic City at 8 and a full-blown, glorious, spectacular, wonderful, official mental health break hour. Because we need it. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning, Andy. Uh, it's a great day in Brigantine. Yes. Happy Sunday, Harry. I'm very happy for you. When you can say it's a great day in Brigantine, that brings me joy. Uh, could I reciprocate and say that I can already prove at uh, 25 minutes past 7 that it's also a great day in Egg Harbor Township and Northfield? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you have spies checking on yes. uh, and I Yes. And I've traveled through both since 3 o'clock this morning. It's a great day. Yes, it is. Can you say great day? Can you say great day? (laughs) Let me tell you something. I'm just going to tell you this real quick because I know that's not why you called, as you would say. This full mayor was speaking at a rather dignified event the other day. Senators were in the room. I mean, really serious people. 
and he's doing this. Can you say great day? It's great day. Life day. Great, great day. This, this Tourette syndrome deal that he does. And I'm getting text messaged in real time from multiple people that are saying, hey, we are so sick of this clown. We are just so sick of this guy. And uh, then he went on to take credit for uh, redevelopment in Atlantic City, even though council, city council is the redevelopment authority. We're talking about Looney Tunes is, is, is in, you know, the uh, in charge over there. Anyhow, what did you call for? Well, I, I really started to see what, what you're talking about right now. Uh, this this let's pretend that everything that's happening is not happening. And let's pretend that the opposite of the, 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 everything that they say is happening. Let's right. Like, I can't debate you. If Andy and Harry are running for office. I will say I can't debate you, Andy, because of you. It's not because I won't debate you. I can't debate you because of you. This is how sick they are. Well, I, I had this conversation with uh, some gentlemen yesterday. We were at, at, an, at an event and seated at a table. It was almost like I was holding court because I didn't talk for about 15 minutes. I just let them share their ideas, and then I finally chimed in. But this happened during the Obama regime. The story of the emperor's new clothes. You know that story, yes, right, Harry? Yes, yes. So, so we're, we keep waiting for this little boy to say, but wait. He's naked, and no one will do this, at least not not loud enough that, you know, it, it, it permeates every aspect of, of, of our, our coverage here. So, you know, you, you look at yesterday, you have a man who's had two brain aneurysms, who's 80 years old, who's cognitively challenged, who's senile, who's demented, and he's vouching for a, a recent stroke victim who even before he had the stroke, there was something really wrong with him. Who, who, by the way, let me just make it even more delicious. While he is vouching for him, he said, John, your wife is going to be great in the Senate. Yeah. I mean, it's, Maybe. I, I don't know why. I mean, I understand getting Trump out was so important to these people. And I guess they got to keep going with the lie. But ignoring how dangerous this is aren't people paying attention i mean we're going to have rolling blackouts in parts of america possibly this summer this winter i mean my god uh this is so serious what's going on the world is so dangerous does nothing matter anymore i've often used the football analogy because i know you guys are all into sports you know when you see when there are players down on the field, okay, the other players aren't running toward them. They're running toward the person who's headed for the end zone who's carrying the ball. And that person is a Donald Trump or a Ron DeSantis, et cetera. Okay? Uh, January 6th, the fact that you won't bring in any uh, people to testify right. that are on the other side means that you know if those other people are heard, you will lose. Same reason you don't debate. All these all these candidates are refusing to debate their Republican counterparts. Oh, oh, let me say something real quick. Have you noticed that there was no coverage about the Raphael Warnock Herschel Walker debate? Did you notice that? Yeah. And I, I know how smart you are, so I'm not I'm not uh 
you know, schmoozing you or, or blowing smoke here, placating you. Why has there been no coverage about that debate? For the same reason that they pretend Tony Bobolinsky was never born. You can't. You can't. You, you, you got it. You got it. Because Herschel Walker was fantastic in the debate. So they have to pretend that it never happened. Bobolinsky is unassailable. I got to tell you something. The Bobolinsky thing, and you've made the observation. I want to give my credit, give myself a little credit here. I made the observation very early on too. It became apparent to me that he could not be attacked. They, they have. I, I, if you, you got the guy is like he's got to be like Superman or something. There's something that guy has no kryptonite, no weakness. They, they obviously cannot go after him personally. You know they've, you know that these scoundrels have investigated the hell out of him. They have nothing on this guy. He's got to be the squeakiest, cleanest person in the history of modern America because they cannot lay a glove on him. So their strategy is to simply ignore his existence. Well, and, and, and it's the same thing with Afghanistan. They pretend that the country never existed because they can't explain away what they did. They can't justify what they did. You know, it's like, you know, Fauci disappeared. Remember, for a couple of months, you didn't see him because there was no way he could explain what he was doing, explain the lies, explain that he got caught. You know, there's that, that chain of emails that proved that he knew early on. So they make him disappear. It's why Joe Biden disappeared during the election. It's why every time Hillary Clinton disappeared for two weeks, her poll numbers went up as soon as they come back. Their poll numbers come down as soon as they open their mouth. They, they, they cannot, they cannot, they know that their ideas do not hold up in the arena of common sense. So their only option, and remember, this happened during COVID. They, they made you stay home with nothing else to do but watch television or go on the Internet. But then, but, but then they controlled what you saw and what you didn't see. So if they only- and, and they controlled how you could vote. Yeah. The manner the manner in which you could vote. They shut your polls down. They made you comply if you wanted to vote that you would have to vote by their decided choice of um, the vote by mail. And this is why I said that that my former boss, they blew it when they didn't go after the election the correct way. They should have gone after how signatures were not being required how identification, how all of it, uh, dated ballots with no dates on them, all these things. It's such a shame because they had all the money in the world and they went after something they couldn't prove. And then all they did was get sued because they accused a company of being dishonest, that they couldn't prove that the company was dishonest. And it's just a shame. They, they missed there. And even if they didn't win, it would have pushed these states even further to fix their their bad voting laws. For example, Georgia is going to be fine in this election. You wait and see because they did fix the problems. Pennsylvania, I'm afraid to say, didn't fix the problems. So Oz has a heavy lift. He's going to do it. But I mean, you think about this. When Oz wins a relatively close election by maybe a couple of points, just remember who he beat. He beat somebody that could not conjugate a verb couldn't uh couldn't speak 
needed a, 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 a video machine to have one zombie debate. He had an event yesterday for him with the president and the candidate did not speak. And this is what it takes to beat the, whoever the Democrat is. It, I'm telling you, it is scary right now what's going on in this country. To be continued, Andy, more of your phone calls right after the break. It's 34 minutes past the hour. We just freed up Andy's line. It's the only open line right now at 609-407-1450, open forum. On the most relevant two-way talk talkway, uh, talk broadcast in New Jersey history, it's true, early in the morning. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. It is, and it's Harry Hurley at 34 minutes past the hour. Three stories you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. 13 things you may not know about Stockton University. It is a cool, iconic list. Check it out. Did you know that New Jersey was the original Hollywood? Over the past 24 hours, some have said they knew. Some have told me they didn't know. It's true. And Philadelphia police are hunting for a shooter suspect, a homicide shooter, freed by Larry Krasner. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. We are frosted or frozen again west of the parkway this morning, but this will be our last chilly morning for a while. Our warming trend continues with a high of 65 this afternoon, staying sunny and dry. Clear and cool tonight. We'll avoid the frost, low of 44. Mostly sunny tomorrow, another nice day. High 68 with increasing clouds late. Scattered showers roll in from a coastal storm Sunday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Is chronic heartburn? Early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. We're investing. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 FM, 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Thank you, great one. Hang in there on the phone lines. We're going to get to a lot of calls in the 20 minutes that we have. 609-407-1450, one open phone line. Dateline Atlantic City coming up at 8. And an official Hurley in the Morning mental health break. Thank God. I need it. If I, I know if I need it because I live and eat and breathe this stuff. If I need it, you need it. We need it. What's that? Uh, I, I feel like I'm reciting something um, from one of the Rocky movies. Probably the uh, Rocky with um, him defeating the Russian national champion Ivan Draga, otherwise known as Ivan Drago. But they say Ivan Draga. When Rocky's telling the story about, you know, when he got there, you know, you didn't like me too much and I didn't like you too, none too much either. But there's a lot of changing going on here. A lot of changing. If I could do it, you could do it. I could do it. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, Harry. <laughs> yeah, I love that line. If I can do it, you can do it. We all can do it. Ah, oh, man. Then you have the interpreter, the the Russian guy doing the interpretation. It was yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. was, uh, they were great movies. I, oh, I, I like it. to watch them over and over again. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. incidentally, and he's not in it, and I think it's a mistake. Rocky is not in Creed 3, but the trailer... 
It's a couple of minutes. I think it's like two minutes and 45 seconds long. The trailer for Creed 3 is out. If you haven't seen it, Matt, check it out. I think the movie is going to be good. It looks pretty good. Okay, I, 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 I'm going to see it. I'm going to yeah. see it. But um, listen, you just had a news break, and they were talking about the New England states. Sean Hannity was talking about it, <clears throat> that they might have a lot of rolling blackouts in all of New England states, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Maine, uh, because they're lacking in natural gas. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're going. They're going to have rolling blackouts here. So I'm stinking. I get it. I get to call Marianne. I told you my stepmom that I work for up there when I go up. Yeah. Um, what I what I call my stepmom. She called me, and I said, "Oh my God, Marianne, I was just about to call you." Now listen to this. Years ago, many moons ago, her husband, my dear friend Bob O'Neill. He died. He's 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 since left us. But he he used to heat the offices. They have a th- big three story home in 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 down close to downtown Boston, and they have a big propane tank in the back, and he used to heat the pool and heat the offices with this big like seventy five gallon propane tank. It's yeah, like in we, the corner of the back. Property. Yeah, we we had one in my backyard. We used to heat our pool with propane. Got too expensive though. Uh, but that's going to be what they're going to have to do, Matt. They're going to have to do alternative heating. They'll have to get electric uh, heaters, space heaters, and uh, it's just it's just terrible what's going on. Yeah, she called me. She says, "Matt, is this still active? Can we? Can you come up here? She wants me to come up here just to hook that up. You know what I mean? She said, "Can we go back to the propane? They've since done away with it, but now it's still active. I what I do is Harry." I go like to the gas station, and I get the propane tanks like for your grill. Yeah. And there's a hose. There's a hose that you can fill the big tank with, and then you go back and get three more. You come back, you put it back in the big tank, and once it's like seventy-five gallon tank. Yeah. Thing. Or or you could just call a company, which is what we did, and they filled it. You don't have to mess with little bottles. They they can just come and they fill it. They bury the line past the frost line. Uh, we put the uh, the tank closest to the um, the entrance gate to the backyard, and the truck would just come, and they would be they had a hose, and they would just fill the tank. You don't even have to mess. With, maybe they're get getting started or something if you just want to have it. But there are companies that will just do that. Yeah, but the problem in New England, Harry, is a lot of people have that, and it's hard. It's it's a high demand. It's hard to even get them. You know what I mean? It, it, they're they're running around like chickens with their heads cut off and trying to fill everybody's tanks up. Well, so. ju- just remember, when everybody gets spooked that there could be, they're not saying there will be, that there could be rolling blackouts, you know everybody's going to be starting to think about propane. So now you're going to have a propane war demand shortage. Uh, it's going to be a mess. It's tough, I'm telling you. You're right. This is a dangerous world. People could die, elderly people. I mean, look, Marianne has her new granddaughter, okay, brand new, two dogs. I mean, it, pe- older people could die in this stuff. Yeah, load, load up on propane for the winter, can't have too much, and on the electric heaters just to have them as backup. I mean, one of those little – I have one here in, in my studio uh, that I put on sometimes during the very coldest time. Uh, you um, And we have them at home. 
that one of those little portable heaters, they oscillate, they'll heat a whole room. So they're going to have to be creative. And then, of course, the electric bill is going to be way up. Well, if they black you out, that's not going to work, though. <laughs> well, if they, have, if they black you out for electric, that's true. You won't be able to do it. So then you're going to have to have the backup be propane if you can't have the natural gas. And then there's going to be a big demand for propane. I mean, it's just it's it's a terrible uh, set of choices. It's it's what you get, though, when the American people elect the wrong government, the wrong uh president we would not be having this right now i guarantee you there'd be no discussion about rolling blackouts we would be completely energy independent we you know joe biden's talking about he's actually trying to act like he's producing more oil than we used to in the past well hey jack what's the problem then what are you talking about your numbers don't add up they don't even close to add up we use 20 million a day i don't believe we're producing more than 14 million a day so we're way behind. We're not we're not energy independent at this point. Maybe on a best day scenario, we're producing 15 million barrels. We're going through 20 million. Matt, I got to run to the break. More of your calls right after this. Wide open forum continues uninterrupted at the top of the hour as soon as we come back. It is the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio. South Jersey's number one news talk radio station, all because of you. Thank you for that. And we recognize it. We we celebrate it and we thank you for it. If you love South Jersey's talk station, then the WPG talk radio app is a must have on your phone. Listen to all your favorite talk shows around the clock and instantly call them with just the tap of your finger. Download the Hurley in the Morning podcast. Send us your pictures and videos of breaking news and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app, a free download from South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hi, it's Markley and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. Welcome back. 54 minutes past the hour. Back to your calls we go. 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. Thanks for calling in. Bad news last night. <clears throat> Just such That's a, it. I'll tell you what, such a winnable game. I don't want to be like one of these, you know, boo but such a winnable game. One pitch think about that nine inning game one pitch decided it yeah and maybe two pitches because judges uh, judge just didn't get enough lift yeah i know he came very close uh but such a winnable game they got the two runs right back i felt good about that you know you give up a three spot and you come right back and now it's three to two because at the rate they were really not hitting well early in this series uh a three-run deficit seemed like 10 to nothing uh, so when it was right back to three to two, I felt pretty good about it, and they just nothing happened. You know, the rest of the uh, the rest of the game, neither team could get another run in for many many innings. Uh, so look, uh, two two down is not good, but they're coming home for three straight. They're going to have Garrett Cole. They're going to have uh, Nasty Nestor. Uh, I see them getting back in this. Well, I was at a two o game, two o series, uh, nineteen seventy eight, a little little while ago. Yeah, the Dodgers won the first two, right, and then the uh, Yankees won four straight. 
that's when Greg Nettles took away seven runs. Gidry was getting bombed, and but all the shots were down to third base, and Nettles just uh, went into the vacuum cleaner mode. Yeah, two, not, two, two nothing. Look, I'd rather be up two zip, but two nothing is not an absolute tragedy in a seven game series. Lose game three though, and then you know it's it's turn the lights out. But uh, the pressure is going to be on. I, I see them winning the next two, and then I'll come back here on Monday, and it'll be a two 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 series. Yeah, the uh, ideal of Cole goes out there and uh, gives us that same game, and. Uh, Boone doesn't make the mistake of uh, going to the worst per- part of his bullpen. But last night he went to the best part, and you saw the different results. So we had a chance, but we can't bunt the ball. We can't move runners. We can't play baseball, basically. We're just a home run team. And uh, guess what? The 61 Yankees, they had three or four guys who could bunt the ball, including Maris Mantle, Kubek, and Richardson. I mean, these guys played great fundamental ball, too. It's true. And uh, today we today we can't seem to play that game. And not having a, your shortstop and left fielder tied down by this point, that also hurts the team. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Having said that, though, they lost a 4-2 game and a 3-2 to two game. So uh, they're not that overmatched at this point. No, but uh, the idea is you have to, you have to respond, and it's a uh, – you have to come right back, and you have to put some runs on the board and set the tone for the rest of the series. But this McCullers, pretty good pitcher. Yep. The thing I like though is the Yankees are built for Yankee Stadium, so I, I see them putting runs up on the board, getting good pitching, and and p- good pitching that goes deep into the game where you might need one relief pitcher, no more than two. Uh, and I think it's going to be okay. I think the Yankees are going to come back. They were down two to one to uh, Cleveland as well. Yeah, definitely. And they, uh, that was clutch coming back in the win, too, of course. And yep. uh, at the, Philly, the Phillies now have to shake that one off in, the, in San Diego. But I look at it this way. It is a tough loss because they gave up that five spot when they had a game completely under control. And it, it hurts because you figure you should have come out to zip. But your goal was really to go in there and just win one. And they got it. They got it right out of the gate. Uh, and so they have the home field advantage. It's doable i don't know that they're going to win three straight i think they could win two out of three uh starting tonight by the way 737 first pitch on 97.3 espn our sister station check it out uh and i uh, i like the phillies chances definitely uh i like the nola families uh, i'll make an absolute guarantee the nola family the parents one of their sons will be in the world series we know that dan yeah, that's a, you got your you got your bet covered there. Yeah, Harry, just a just a final thought, and uh, this takes you back to all your experience with the uh, the lawyers and the judges that you spoke to, especially the judges. Now, if the Supreme Court makes a ruling, United States Supreme Court, that the ballots cannot be counted unless they were dated, the mail-in ballots in Philadelphia, the absentees, and yeah, all, all and then Pennsylvania comes out and says we're not honoring that we're going to count them it's pretty it's that's anarchy isn't it well it to your experience a federal judge is a judge and they could make a contempt ruling and get the actual person who said that send a send a marshal there and say uh they probably i got i gotta go in 10 seconds i'll say this real quick they're not going to get anything going against them until they do it if they do it 
then there will be an immediate order to show cause and they will lose and there will be challenges and penalties. And JHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Six minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. We shift gears uh, live and local. Dateline Atlantic City this hour with Andra Williams, who will join us in just a moment. She's here, uh, the chairperson of the Atlantic City Independence Committee. And also, it's so interesting, and I, I enjoy watching this kind of thing evolve. Somebody that obviously, and I've heard from a lot of people, always loves and loved her city, uh, but got to a point where she just couldn't sit back and just accept this and just take it anymore so she got involved she got involved with a very important committee they've been maligned by the mayor which i think is disgusting and disgraceful when a low-life mayor actually trashes his own citizens that's as dirty and low as it gets but look at the campaign he has waged on this ballot question he has put out filthy filthy dishonest um stuff that he's paying for from marty's small senior account just really he's just a disgraceful uh low life but this committee is in fact independent uh they did a great job they got the question on the ballot they got more than what they needed substantially more than what they needed to meet the um the requirements to put a question on the november 8th general election ballot And people that want to keep power in the worst way are so threatened, so scared that this is about to happen, that they've resorted to their attacking that the the religious community is going to be shut down and uh, you're going to not be able to vote. And I mean, they're just lying about lying. It's so it's so twisted and sick. And then on top of that, Andra decided to get involved and put her name on the ballot to run for a board of education seat, which I applaud because you need good people that don't have an agenda, that aren't political, to step up and be willing. Because, you know, when you dare to do this, they, they threaten you and all kinds of aggravation happens. So we've got a lot to talk about this hour with Andra, who joins us now. Andra, welcome. How are you? I'm great, Harry. How are you this morning? Good. Now, I don't think I lied about anything. There are a lot of lies being told about the ballot question. And, of course, the school board elections are always dirty in the city of Atlantic City, especially because Marty Small is involved. He he personally recruits candidates and, and, and raises money for them uh, because they want to keep power in the worst way, don't they? Yeah, yes, they do. And Harry, the the thing about the um, the the nonpartisan question and the school board, if you know, the election right now is a partisan election. The school board is nonpartisan. Why would you want to uh, advertise both of those 
um, elections at the same time. It's conflicting. You're saying that you're against nonpartisan, yet you're promoting a nonpartisan election for the school board. It's interesting. Um, That's a very good point. And of course, they don't separate the nonpartisan part of the ballot because they run campaigns where they link themselves to the candidates of their choice. So they do want partisan control, which is the whole point. Exactly. Exactly. So our our residents, our people need to um, think about and look at the tactics that the mayor and his camp is using so that they can make an educated decision on that question, first of all. Incidentally, from what I hear, and of course, I'm not on the ground every day. I am in Atlantic City often, but not every day. Everybody that I have been talking to believes that that question is going to pass and that it's not going to be close. And I believe with my whole heart that it's going to pass also. People are tired of what's going on in Atlantic City. And um, they talk about the partisan keeps it from being divided. Well, Harry, the city is already divided. Your council people are already divided. Your your, uh, local government, your your, uh, state government, your county government, it's already divided. Well, and let me me give you evidence that that the partisan format – does the opposite of what Marty is saying. Uh, it, of course, it's divided. Many times, Marty doesn't get the endorsement from the Atlantic City Democratic Party, and yet the Democratic chairman at the county level gives him the line, the partisan-favored line anyhow. That divides people all over the place. It's a terribly divided system as a partisan format. How could it possibly be uh, divided when anybody who wants to run can run. They don't have to go ask anybody, can they run? They don't have to go beg, can I get on the ticket? Can I get on the um, the Democratic line? Uh, it's a lie to say that switching it to May would be partisan uh, and divided. It's what we have now. Exactly. All across the board. Yeah. All across the board, even filtering into the school board, you know. And by the way, you really know that you should vote yes in Atlantic City because the press of Atlantic City is telling people to vote no. Now, they have classified ads. I don't even want to get into why I think, you know, they're taking the position they're taking. Uh, but don't take any credibility in that. They're always wrong when it comes to Atlantic City. Exactly. Exactly. It's um, it's a no-brainer and a win-win situation when you vote yes for the nonpartisan um uh, uh, form of government, election form of government. How, hey, Andra, how do you respond to those flyers that Marty Small is responsible for that I don't know that there's even a single honest word in the flyer? It is, it is, it's meant to divide and scare people. Don't You can't vote yes because your very religion is going to be threatened. You can't vote yes. You're not going to be able to vote. They're going to take your vote away. I mean, this is a filthy, rotten, dirty I think actually somebody should file some kind of elect complaint against Marty Small because he's funding these uh, this pack of lies. And Andra, we're going to go to the break. I don't hear you uh, anymore. You're connected, uh, but we cannot hear you. So I'm going to free the lineup and ask you to call back in. For some reason, your connection has failed. Uh, but if you can hear me, just call me right back. And I'll get you on in plenty of time 
uh, you'll be on the board plenty of time before we come back from the break, which we're to anyhow. Uh, we're visiting with Andra Williams. We're not only going to be talking about, and we are, the ballot question because it's obviously a, a significant issue, but also the upcoming Atlantic City Board of Education elections because the board is one vote away from flipping to not supporting the Marty and Laquetta Small agenda. So this election, uh, and make no mistake about it, Marty Small did everything he could last time, and he got two of his three in. He could not defeat John Devlin. Uh, he, he wants control. Now, you think about it. You've got between the two of them, even though the state is overseeing both, but you have the two top people at the local level that are responsible for about $500 million a year. Think about that. That's a big deal between the Atlantic City city portion of local purpose tax and then the school purpose tax side of the equation. So these elections are, in fact, significant. Now, Andra hasn't called back yet, so maybe there's a problem. Let me hold on one second here. I'll do a live experiment. Live experiment. I'm going to call from my phone and see if something happened to our phone lines. Wouldn't that be a terrible uh, dilemma? Let's see. Nope. They're good. And Andra is back. Andra, we lost you somehow. I don't know what happened. Uh, but we're right to the break anyhow. It's 15 minutes past the hour. And we'll be right back. We're going to be talking about the ballot question. We're going to be talking about the Atlantic City Board of Education with the chairperson of the Atlantic City Independence Committee responsible for and her committee responsible for the question making it onto the ballot this November 8th, which is my goodness. After the weekend's over, I mean, it's getting close to two weeks away. It's here. Very, very close. And then, of course, the Atlantic City Board of Education elections, which you really can't overstate how important that is. Look at these decisions. You've got buildings that don't have proper heating and cooling, but you've got this this uh, friends and family employment agency of the smalls. I mean, it's it's uh, their priorities are scary. It's so bad. And let me tell you something. I, I, I think they got one, two, three on the ballot or something crazy like that. Uh, they're going to fight. They're going to fight really hard to even consolidate more power by winning more seats on the Atlantic City Board of Education, keeping the ones they have and even picking up if they can with each successive election. It's really important to move these elections to May so you can separate the city elections, the local level and the school board elections. It's too much, too much. It's fraught with too much peril. We'll be back with Andra right after this. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. We're investing. Hey, it's Tom P. Join me for Rack and Fin Radio tomorrow morning at 5. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're back. It's 21 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. Thank you for tuning in to WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one news talk radio station. Uh, and that's only made possible because of you, and we know it. And we thank you. And a reminder tonight... 737 first pitch, but you know there's pregame stuff before that. Tune in to our sister station, 97.3 ESPN, for Game 3 of the National League Championship Series, the Philadelphia Phillies 
versus the San Diego Padres, and the series is knotted at one to one. So this is um, very doable for the Phillies to make it to the World Series this year. I mean, you can't really ask for more. They could have gotten the second game. Then it would have been totally nirvana. But splitting in San Diego, coming home for three games, I mean, they've given themselves a real shot here. So check the action out tonight on 97.3 ESPN. Your home for the Philadelphia Phillies uh, all the time, but also certainly during this playoff push. We are visiting with Andra Williams, the chairperson of the Atlantic City Independence Committee and a candidate for the Atlantic City Board of Education. Andra, let's talk about the Board of Education. Uh, give us a bit of um, why you're running, uh, you know, why you decided to step up, and uh, anything you want to share about the current election. I'm sure it's probably not pleasant out there because I know the way that anything Marty is involved with is dirty, unfortunately. They just don't make it pleasant. And I've been hearing a lot of bad things about what they've been doing. Uh, I hope you haven't experienced uh, too much unpleasantry. How's it going? Well, Harry, it's it's going great um, for me. I am not one of those uh, an eye for an eye or tit for tat type person. So the things that the mayor, you know, puts out there about the spokespersons for the question or even those of us running for the school board that we're puppets and things of that nature, I know who I am. And the people in my community know who I am and what I stand for. So I don't, I don't allow that to bother me. I just continue to run my race and, um, look forward to the win on the merit of my character of who I am. I'm running for school board because I have, um, raised children in Atlantic City, born and raised in Atlantic City, a native of the inlet in Atlantic City. And my children attended public school. I attended public school and graduated. I now have grandchildren who have graduated from public school and who are now in the public school system. However, the the things that are going on in our school systems with uh, principals and teachers and counselors uh, molesting our children and um, uh, having them involved with um pornography acts and the school board not acting on any of these things, I want to be there to hold them accountable and to help hold them accountable to the parents of these children who we we have in their care. The children are in the schools more hours of a day than they are with us waking hours of the day. And the parents need to feel that their children are safe when they are sending them to get an education. And that's not the case right now. What, let me um, also let me also ask you, Andra. What are your thoughts about their priorities? They they just appear to be so misguided. Uh, I, I get all these communications because I seem to be the only one in the media that will um, that's not in the tank for this regime. And I know why. I know why they're all in the tank. It's about money. But they they understand that I'm unbought. I'm unbossed, and they 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 cannot corrupt me. Uh, when they do good, I say it. When they do bad, I say it. When Marty was good during COVID-19 and the uh, the riots, uh, thought he was terrific. I, I said it. Uh, he's been awful since he got the full term. 
Uh, It's like he unleashed his inner monster or something. He's been a disaster, and we've had to say it. So I'm on the record. If anybody Googles my work, my work is good stuff and compliments, and it is truthful, hard-hitting stuff. So we go where the truth takes us. In terms of their priorities at the board of – now we're talking board of education level, not, not city hall. It's just terrible. I mean, they they make sure that everybody they know uh, has jobs and their priorities are so self-indulgent and creepy and, and for themselves. You never hear the word student or child ever spoken. And they have students and teachers in incredibly substandard conditions. I had to break, uh, spill the beans on all that concrete and trash that was out at the Chelsea Heights School. They finally took it up. And then we came out last week with something else at the um, the uh, Chelsea Little League field, the graffiti, the trash and everything. Just the priorities in the town right now are just not where they need to be. So I, I, I have to wish you well because the, you can't that can't keep going the way that it is. So they have to make change. The only way to make change is to put new people in there. Yes, yes. And 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 that's that's my sentiments and why I decided to run um, for a seat because you have old ideas, you have old standards that are still uh, taking place, and they're not putting the children first. Their priority is not the children. It's it's a money's game. People who uh, um, apply. Uh, that are qualified for these positions, they're put on the back burner, they're uh, strung along, and then they don't even get the consideration to do the jobs that we need these um, educators to do. Uh, We don't have literacy, uh, the proper literacy programs in the school. We don't have civil civil liberties taught in school the way it should be. Our our voting uh, is down, and if we teach our children the importance of it, then we may have better opportunities in this city um, to do something different. I mean, let me give you, for instance, Andra, Stockton University, which excels at everything that they do. How could the Atlantic City Board of Education, and it was Laquetta Small and and these just terrible decision makers, how could they let Stockton University leave an underused boathouse with some big lie that they intend to use it more, they haven't used it more. How do you let Stockton get away? They they fix stuff that they paid for themselves. Uh, they they've been a great partner to work with. Uh, it's an incredible program, it's an elite women's program in America, ranked program, and they let that get away. How do you do that? I mean, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. Just terrible decisions that they're making. The things that have. Are- yeah, the things that have been... By the way, you know why that was, because they want use of that building for their own personal use. You do know that, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it had nothing to do with education. It had nothing to do with being collegial and having, uh, you know, a collaborative partnership with a very uh, respected, you know, highly, highly successful university. Uh, it's we want to be able to use the facility when we want to be able to use it. It's It's unbelievable. That, that Atlantic City is putting up with this, but that's what elections are for. This will be very interesting to see uh, either how fed up the voters are or whatever the result 
is, it's going to tell us uh, where things stand. I, I can't imagine that that honest, good people want this craziness to continue. And and from what I'm hearing, I've been out there, boots on the ground, Harry, with uh, the people that are helping us with this election. And what I'm hearing from the community, they're, they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I hope that it is in such a, a, a level that they will get to the polls and vote four, five, six on that ballot for the, the change in the school board. Um, uh, By the way, is it is it as simple as... One, two, three is Marty and Laquetta's team, and four, five, six is not? Yes. So yes. There, there you have it. Hold it right there, Andre. We've got to get the bottom of the hour break in. We're going to be right back. Uh, I do remember uh, that one of Marty's um, pet employees that he favors, they had a baby shower at that beautiful building. And look, it's a beautiful boathouse. I mean, it's fantastic. It should be used for its purpose, though. Stockton, it's a shame they what they should have done, they should have done the swap and had Stockton take that over and it would be an incredible program. And then keep in mind, Stockton did the summer youth program for uh, the underserved in Atlantic City. I mean, they just contributed in so many ways and got treated so shabbily. And by the way, they're both graduates. These two jackasses are both graduates of Atlanta, of uh, Stockton University. And that's how they treat them. You just can't you can't make this stuff up. It's so bad. We'll be back with Andrew Williams in just a moment. Powered by the all new Bet Parks New Jersey Casino and Sportsbook app. BetParks.com. This is the Town Square New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is Harry Hurley at 31 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow right now on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Speaking of Stockton University. I put a piece together that was so much fun, 13 sort of fun facts, things you did may not know. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Check it out about Stockton University. And did you know that New Jersey was the original Hollywood? And also, this one is just, just so sad. The Philadelphia Police Department, they are hunting for a shooter suspect that most people, including a judge, believes should already be in jail. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Lots of sunshine, hardly a breeze, dry air, dry weather, and seasonable temperatures. Nothing to complain about today, folks, once we warm up a little bit. We'll reach a high of 65 degrees this afternoon. Tonight, clear and cool, but not as cold as it has been, low of 44. Another nice day tomorrow, mostly sunny, high 68. Clouds increase late with our next rain chance coming up Sunday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Ready to make the home improvements you've been talking about early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 30 minutes, uh, 39 minutes past the hour. We are visiting with Andra Williams, who is the chairperson of the Atlantic City Independence Committee. We had never met before. We, we've never actually met. We've spoken with each other on the phone, uh, on and off air a few times. Uh, on air, probably more often than off air, but we have spoken off air a few times 
when I was first writing stories and beginning to broadcast about the um, the committee and to be able to get to know exactly what they were doing and uh, who were the committee members. Uh, and I really just liked Andra from the very beginning because I found her to be uh, approachable, uh, professional, uh, intellectually honest. I mean, all the things that, that I really take great stock in. Uh, a real high-quality individual, and I love it when people get involved who were never involved before, and they get involved for the right reasons, not not for political reasons, but for pure reasons, you know, to keep and want your community to be great, to, to make it the, the, the town that we all remember when we were growing up. You know, I, I sometimes I don't mention this. I went to Richmond Avenue School. I went to Atlantic City High School for four years. Uh, I was born in then what was called Atlantic City Hospital. I love Atlantic City. And I know a lot of you listening do as well. But a lot of people don't like what's going on because there is a it's almost like a Deadwood atmosphere right now. It's awful. I'll tell you who uh, is really stepping up, though. And we're going to visit with him on Monday morning in the eight o'clock hour. Atlantic City Council President George Tibbet is really stepping up in the face of a lot of these issues. I give him tremendous credit. You know, in our last on-air interview, you talk about uh, saying something that you almost never hear someone in that high a leadership position. Because remember, Atlantic City by charter, by by the state annotated statutes, is a strong council, weak mayor form of government. The council is responsible for the budget. It's their budget. The council is responsible for redevelopment. So when you hear anybody else, you you need to be crediting George Tibbet and his collaboration with the state of New Jersey for Moody's and some of these other places uh, looking at Atlantic City as improved because they are the ones. Marty Small spoke at some event that a lot of my friends were at a few days ago. He was taking credit for things he has no say in at all. Not not at all. He was taking credit for redevelopment. That's city council. He was taking credit for the budget. That's city council. And George Tibbet has really stepped up. We're going to visit with George this Monday for the full 8 o'clock hour. George will be with us. And obviously every time he appears, he's a serious man. There's a lot to talk about. Well, let's get back to Andra right now. Andra, do you think the voters know 1-2-3 versus 3-4-5 because – you just see names. Candidates aren't bracketed. They're not part of what people will be voting for when they're in the Democrat column or looking at the other Republican column or others. These names are down at the bottom. Sometimes, and I, I have a lot more faith in Joe Girallo to put something together that's that's clear, but it, it was confusing at times. You would just see these names. They're not, you know, unless they link later. Uh, they're not really associated. They don't bracket together. So they have a drawing and, you know, you could get one or you could get if there's six candidates. You could get one or you could get sixth. But if I remember correctly, I don't know what Joe's going to do with it. One time they didn't even have numbers. They just had names. And then you thought, well, I guess these are together and I guess these are together because they sort of were put in a in a format that made it look like there were slates. But do you I, I I don't think Joe Girallo will be confusing like that, but do you think it's clear for the voters? Do they have any idea who they're voting for here? Well, um, 
One thing, Harry, we definitely have to let the voters know that the way the drawing was, um, when they scramble up the names, it just so happened that um, Marty's people ended up with the one, two, three slots. Uh, it, it happened like that. Um, but the four, five, six is the slot that people want to vote. And I want the voters to know, look down the entire ballot. As you said, it's usually on the bottom. Um, question, have you confirmed with Joe Girallo if they'll actually be numbered? Because I'm I'm telling you, I remember being highly critical of this prior to Joe becoming the Atlanta County clerk. Uh, People were saying, hey, I'm number six because they got drawn as the sixth position, but they put the names with no numbers. So do you know, I don't know if you've seen either a sample ballot or I know they're not out yet or the um, draft of what it would look like. Will the numbers actually be there or is just the order all that you'll have to go by? Harry, I honestly can't say I, I haven't seen the, the sample ballot. Um, and and that, that's a fair answer because you wouldn't. It's too early and the sample ballots aren't out yet. But I am telling you in the past, and it was very confusing. It wasn't numbered. And yet people were out there saying, hey, vote for four, five, six or one, two, three or two, five, eight. Uh, and then but they weren't numbered. Their names were just in the order of the drawing. I hope they're numbered. Right. So. Yeah, and and if they're not, I want people to remember Delio Jacino, uh, Williams and Herbert, which is four, five, six. We don't have pictures plastered around the city on our uh, materials because hey, it's about the kids. It's not about us. Just remember our names. We need you to remember the names Delio Jacino. Williams and Herbert on four, five, six on November the 8th. Um, hopefully they will be numbered. Uh, I want the uh, voters to make sure they look at the entire ballot. Um, make sure you vote the, the um, question. Yes. Um, it's an important election. They talk about the numbers being a low turnout. We have to change that scenario. The people of Atlantic City, our local government, is our pipeline to everything that we need in Atlantic City and Atlantic County. And choosing the right candidates is what's going to make the difference. They don't have to be politicians. As I always say, Harry, I'm not a politician. I'm just a person who cares about people in my city that I was born and raised in. And I'm stepping out of the boat in faith that I will get a seat on that um, school board to uh, hold those school board members and the superintendent and anyone involved in Atlantic City School District accountable to our children. Um, It's about the future of Atlantic City. If we cannot hold them accountable to take care of our children, we have no future in Atlantic City. You know, you and I, we're getting older, and we have to have someone to be able to pass the baton to. Um, We we have to make this change, uh, people in Atlantic City. We have to make the change. And the change doesn't come unless we make that first step. Stand by. I want to get our last break in. We're going to come right back. Then we'll be uninterrupted until the top of the hour with Andra Williams, the chairperson of the Atlantic City Independence Committee and also a candidate for the Atlantic City Board of Education. And I have a um, 
an important um, – hold on one second. I- I'm still live, but I do want to talk to you, so hold on for just a moment. Uh, I do have an important item to ask Andra if she's aware of this because multiple elected officials in Atlantic City, people that I trust, have told me that something took place between – I'm going to call him one of your running mates, Justin – uh, and Marty Small. Uh, this has not been reported until now, and we will report on it after the break because I have four different credible sources. So I will make it as something that's been reported to me that we are efforting to further. But I want to ask you if you have any insight on this. I think just from the cryptic thing that I just did, that Andre, you know where I'm going when we come back. And And if I'm informing you of this for the first time, then you'll hear it then when we come back in just a few minutes. It's 48 minutes past the hour with Andra Williams. I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thank you very much. This portion of Hurley in the Morning is brought to us in part by Perfect Basement. And we've been seeing the damage that storms can cause just the, the training effect of rain that happened for about four days in a row. If rain leads to water in your basement or crawl space, call my friends at Perfect Basement for a completely free, no pressure inspection for waterproofing, mold remediation. That's so important because I'll tell you what, I know people actually have helped them uh, when their home had the mold and what that can do. Oh, it can make you so incredibly sick. That mold will go right to your lungs. It's so important to stay on top of this kind of thing. And, and of course, they, they do foundation repair as well. Perfect Basement is family-owned, based here in South Jersey, licensed and certified and accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Ask about fall discounts and special services for realtors. Visit perfectbasement.com. That's perfectbasement.com. And tell Brian that Harry Hurley sent you. All right, I have spoken to our esteemed Atlanta County Clerk, Joe Girallo, who is just awesome. I'm pleased to report that on the sample ballot, it will be numbered so you will be able to see if you want one or you want six or you want one, three, six or one, two, three or four, five, six. You're going to know who who is which. Uh, and also on Election Day at the uh, machines, they will be numbered. I'm staring at it right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, so it's set up correctly, which I knew sight unseen that Joe would do. One caveat, the early voting, it's not numbered. And that's just a matter of how that is set up. Uh, But you can tell, you know how to count to one, two, three, four, five, six. So you just have to be careful uh, with how they'll show if you're an early voter, uh, you're not going to see the number. Uh, Andra, this is something that was brought to my attention. And I knew that we were going to be visiting. So I wanted to bring it up during our time together and i want to read because the identical comment has been sent to me by four different elected officials in atlantic city and it involves uh dilio justino and he says and again i i'm not privy to this comment you tell me if you've heard about this he says that he had some exchange outside of the meeting with marty small who said something along the lines of, quote, you must be back on drugs, boy, you got a death wish, quote, unquote. Have you heard about this? 
Yes, Harry, I, I have. Um, is it true? Is it is it is it true? I uh, it was some words that were exchanged afterwards. I was not present to the um, uh, conversation where that statement was made. However, I do know that there was a problem that Marty had because some truth and fact was expressed at the end of the meeting. Um, my running mate he did he did not do anything different than what Marty was allowed to do when we uh, were on the panel in Venice Park. Um, He expressed his thoughts and his uh, concerns during his last two minutes of of our introduction to the public. Um, After the meeting, I stepped outside. However, I do know that Jacino and uh, Marty did have a conversation. As I said, I cannot tell you what the statement was. However, more than four people did let me know what was said. And my running mate was very upset. I did see that he was upset. Well, I have to tell you, uh, Andra, that that's, that's the Marty Small I know. That's how he talks to people. So uh, unless he can prove he didn't say it, uh, I, I truly believe this guy that it was said to him. I didn't speak to him. I've spoken to people close to him. I spoke to one family member of his. Uh, they all believe him. And they all believe this took place. And I think the statement is both racist and I would take it as a threat. I think he actually should file a police report against the mayor because if somebody calls you boy, I know what would happen if you, if a white person said it to a black person, uh, they'd be canceled. Uh, if he said this, and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because I'm I'm not there and I'm going by multiple reports that I've received on it. But if he said, boy, and said, do you have a death wish? I would take that as both a racist attack and also a threat. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I, um, I believe that it was that, even though I was not in the presence when the statement was made, because even uh, being me, myself, being with someone else from our camp, um, but they spoke to Marty, you know, in a in a common, you know, courtesy thing to speak to a person. And the mayor turned and um, made negative comments about the person needing to um, keep that energy. And he made statements about the person being um, working with the devil to something to that effect. It was just um, aggressive, negative response. Well, I mean, that's 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 this person's makeup. That's what he does. He cannot take criticism and he flips out. He's been flipping out on the senator. Uh, it's disgraceful. His conduct is is a public embarrassment to the city and he's going to be the last one to figure it out. But it's um, everybody has seen it and they, they, they think it's just embarrassing and terrible. Andra, I'm sure we'll meet again before November 8th. Have a great weekend. And it was an honor to present you. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. All right, it's metal. From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground.
to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Six minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's number one news talk radio station. All because of you. We know it and we thank you. Uh, it is official mental health break hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. All we ask is that no one violate it. Don't get cute. Don't sneak something in. Uh, during an official mental health break, because I promise you there'll be hours and hours and hours that we will have to talk about all that slop and uh, divisiveness and just the unpleasantry of so much that's going on in our in our very divided country. I just want to put that all on hold for an hour. You pick it back up at 10.06 when Brian Kilmeade signs on. Uh, I have an idea. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. The one thing I will say is without your participation, it will be a disaster because it will not – it can't work because I'm going to ask you to call in. I have one quick announcement to make. I just want to remind our winners that are going to Stockton this Sunday, just a reminder um, of how you'll get your tickets and, and what's going to be happening. And that will only take me a minute. And then what I want to do is I want to have your calls ready to go at 609-407-1450. And this will be helpful for your listeners. I get calls all the time. Friends call me. Listeners reach out. Uh, sometimes it's a phone call. Sometimes it's a social media message or whatever. And people ask me, what's a good movie? I want to watch a good movie tonight. I, I, I've done that probably every week at least once for decades because I love movies. I've made that clear on the show. I love television series. I uh, just gave a recommendation. I'm going to hold it for right now, but I'm going to mention it at some point in between your calls. And if you're not standing by, I'll open up with something maybe that will get things going. But the topic in our official Hurley in the Morning Mental Health Break Hour is, and you could go back a little ways. It doesn't have to be brand new or anything, but a movie that you would recommend. You'd be surprised, even sometimes older movies uh, I remember saying a few years ago, I couldn't believe how many years it took me of my life before I watched the movie Gone with the Wind. And I own it now. And, you know, they tried to cancel it and everything. So I bought the thing when they started whispering about canceling it. So I have that. Nobody can take that away. I'll tell you what, I hate to say this, but you should pick up. There are certain things that it's it's incredible to believe but we're supposed to be the freest nation. I don't want to violate the mental health break rule. But if there's a movie you like, uh, don't think that they're not capable of taking it away. Bill Cosby at one point locked up the uh, Our Gang, Spanky, Alfalfa, Darla, and all those, uh, Froggy, and the rest of them. Locked them up. You couldn't see them for a number of years. You can again. Uh, don't just assume that it, it's just going to be there, free and unfettered. We are living in incredibly challenging times, which is why we do mental health breaks at least one hour every week. And if I didn't do it this hour, we would have violated our own rule. And that's why we I knew all week that we were going to do uh, this in the nine o'clock hour. So call in, suggest a movie and or a television series that the issue of today is there's so many choices. Netflix and Hulu and uh 
Tubi, and I mean, you you can't believe all the content that is out there. It's almost too much. You wind up not watching as much as you might because it's almost too much. You can't get your you wrap your arms around it. You can't wrap your head around it. But give your recommendation to your fellow listeners of a movie. I do it all the time. You know, I kind of know if I know the person, I kind of know what they like, and I'll come up with a recommendation. I, I, for example, I was proactive on this one. I reached out to Chuck Malamud. I'll tell you the story in just a little bit and said, here's a television series. You've got to check it out. It's on Netflix. It's, it's really incredible. The acting is great. The writing is phenomenal. And it's a true story. Uh, there's a little bit of embellishment, but it's a true story based right out of New Jersey. It's incredible. And I will, in between your calls, uh, give you um, that recommendation. Let me first say to all of our winners out there, and you know who you are. There's 10 of you, you and your guests. You'll be going to Stockton University this Sunday. You'll be going to the Stockton University Performing Arts Center. It's a great venue to do what you're going to be doing. And I am telling you, Maestro Galen is world-class and the Bay Atlantic Symphony is world-class. They are phenomenal and they can do it all. They can do operatic. They can do the Beatles. I mean, they're, they're just phenomenal. You're going to love it. Just remember the, the, the rule was if you took the tickets, you had to go because we could have given away a hundred and we gave away 10. We shut a lot of people out. So please go Sunday, this Sunday, 2 p.m. show, go to the will call window. Tickets will be there in your name. Each of you uh, will have two tickets in your envelope. Uh, simple enough. Parking is easy at uh, Stockton University. And if you follow the signage, you'll see the lot to pull into that will be most convenient for going to the Performing Arts Center. Just look at the signage as you're pulling on campus. Uh, so enjoy the show. And uh, thank you to the Bay Atlantic Symphony for once again partnering with us. We're a big fan. We've we've actually contributed financially to them, the Hurley in the Morning Charity. I believe in their work, and I think they do a great job. And they actually serve the community. So have a great time at the show, and uh, usually one or more winds up checking in. Let us know how you liked it next week when we come back. Okay, we begin with your calls at 609-407-1450. It could be, this could be as simple as your favorite movie, uh, favorite television series, the neat thing is even older television series, you can you can stream them all if there's something. I mean, it took Don Hurley, uh, I think, 10 years after Seinfeld was over to start watching it. I told but he was you know busy police officer and he just was busy. It didn't fit his schedule. And I kept telling him, you got to watch Seinfeld. This the acting this show is the ensemble cast. Jerry Seinfeld, the whole deal. They're just incredible. One after the other. Just incredible. And then he fell in love with it. You can go back to to shows that you've heard about but never watched, and you can watch them like they're all new again. Lost in Space, all these shows are available. So give us your, maybe even if you have time, give us a movie recommendation and if there's a television series that you like. I'm going to give one that's pretty much brand new in between your calls. And I'm telling you, it was it's a limited series, which means that's it. It's not going to have a season two. Wish it would because it was so great. Only seven episodes and it's gone. 
Tom is in the inlet. Tom, let it rip. Yes. Harry, uh, nice to talk to you. Uh, just a fantastic movie, Harry, and you can get it if you uh, get on your microphone, on, on your Comcast recorder, and just ask for uh, Sunset Boulevard. Ooh. Fantastic movie, Harry. Is that one of your it's favorites? one of those. Well, it is, Harry. It's, it's like an oldie but goodie, yep. which it is. With uh, uh, It's in black and white with Gloria Swanson and William Holden. And it's just a classic because you see how they made movies back in the day. And the storyline is phenomenal. You know, I'm a big fan of both. And William Holden is also in a movie that I love called The Towering Inferno. Uh, William Holden is just a fabulous, multifaceted, talented actor. And 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 I, I think I can say this about him. There are certain people that I can say I've never, if they're in the movie, I know I'm going to enjoy it and it's going to be a good movie. William Holden makes every movie that he's in better than it would be and makes it a good movie. Yeah, his Sunset Boulevard is over-the-top fantastic. And just real quick, Harry, your previous caller, Miss Williams, What a, I live in Atlantic City all my life. What a refreshing, nice, articulate woman. Tom, and isn't I, that amazing hearing somebody that doesn't want to get in there to get somebody a job or get themselves a job or to feather their own nest in some corrupt way that, that only wants to get in there to make things better? I mean, it almost knocks you over with a feather, doesn't it? It really does, Harry. That job doesn't pay two cents. And I will make it a point. I wrote down the numbers. You know, I know who I'm voting for, obviously. But she is so nice. What a ref refreshing voice uh from a, a senior citizen i yeah. assume in atlantic city yeah i would agree Man. she's she's totally classy and elegant and smart very articulate no agenda i mean everything that we really want usually the kind of person that wouldn't run you know what i'm saying that's the kind of person yes, you'd want geez. to run, but they usually don't run. But we're violating the mental health break, Tom. We got to stop it. Okay, we got to stop. See you, pal. Bye. You got it, and you got it, and I got it. We got it together. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Lay on us your movie recommendation. For for example, it's Friday. If folks that are listening are weekend warriors, they have time on the weekend. Not everybody is Monday through Friday. I know we're a 24-7 town and area. But if you have the weekend and you can watch a TV series, binge watch, I'm going to give you a recommendation before this, what I hope will be, successful hour is concluded. But I need more of you to call right now. 609-407-1450. But I will get in between your calls with a limited series that you will binge watch Unless you don't have the time. And then you'll be like, oh, man, I don't want to stop, but I got to stop. I got to go to work or I got to do this or I got to do that. I am telling you, you will want I, – I took one day and then part of another day. But you could easily do it. If you were off, you could easily do it. The series I'm going to be recommending is about 43 to 45-minute episodes uninterrupted, and it is fantastic. And people that I've recommended it to have thanked me. 
All right, your calls continue when we come back. Scott, you're going to be next, so don't go away. You'll be right after that, and you'll be right after that. It's 18 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. Listen for the morning edition of the O'Reilly Update with Bill O'Reilly at 1015 this morning. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 24 minutes past the hour. We're coming right back to your calls. Do you know that if this was not an official Hurley in the morning mental health break, that I would be able to tell you that there are 48 shootings and 10 murders every week in the year 2022? Every week. In Philadelphia, if it was not a official mental health break hour of the program, I would have been able to tell you that. But I'll tell you that on Monday because I can't tell you that now. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Morning, Harry. It's Scott Banks over from Boardwalk Hall. Scott, it's good to hear you. So I've got one for you because I know you're a Disney lover just like I am. You need Disney Plus. But the interesting part of it is... It's this gentleman's first time directing. If you know the music from The Incredibles, Michael Giacchino, he's done a lot of music composing for Disney, but he ventured into directing for the first time. It's a short one, but it's a new film called Werewolf by Night. And what's really interesting is he did the style back from the 1930s classic horror films. It's short to the point, but it's a really good watch, especially this time of year with Halloween. I am I am in. I, I promise you I'm going to watch that this weekend. How long is the movie? Awesome. How long is it? Only uh, 50, 58 minutes, just uh, an hour. I love it. I can't wait. I'm going to watch it. Werewolf yeah. by Night, and I have Disney Plus, so it's not an issue. I figured you would. Yes. Thank you, Scott. Anytime. Thanks, Harry. Yep, keep up the good work. We're a big fan. See you, Scott. Thank you. you got it. 26 minutes past the hour. Werewolf by Night. I just wrote it down, but I took a screen capture of it. I took a picture of it. Oh, I wanna, I'm so chomping at the bit to tell you. I'm going to give you mine real quick. Let me just do it. One open phone line. That's all we have. Let me just slip this in really quickly. It's a limited series, seven episodes. There's not going to be a second series. I haven't said it, but there can't be because it told, I'm not going to spoil it, but they told the whole story. There's not going to be a second series. There's seven episodes. It's on Netflix. The series is called The Watcher. Uh, don't let the name fool you. It's not like voyeurism or anything like that. Uh, it, it's got a great plot. The cast is remarkable. Naomi Watts, Bobby Cannavale, Jennifer Coolidge, who, if I said Stifler's mother, do you know who I'm talking about now? Mia Farrow, almost unrecognizable, but phenomenal. Margot Martindale, who I promise you, you know, a great character actress, Christopher McDonald, Richard Kind, Michael Norrie, if you know the Billy Crystal movie 61 with the asterisk, uh, he played Joe DiMaggio in 61. Now you know who Michael Norrie is. Seven episodes entirely based in New Jersey. It is phenomenal. All I'll say is you're welcome. 
watch it. It's about, I'll just say 45 minutes. Some of them I noticed were maybe a smidge under. 45-minute episodes, seven of them, and you will want to binge watch it in one day. And it'll just, you'll be sorry when it's over. When it ended, I was like, oh, I want more. I mean, I was left wanting more. Even though it ended, they did a great job. It wasn't like uh, Sopranos with the goofy thing. You got to figure out what what just happened. I'm in the, I'm in the diner. What, 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 what just happened? I still don't know what happened. Uh, when something's great, it's got to end great. Uh, this ended well. And I, when I say that, it didn't end well, but it ended. They did a good job ending it. I don't want to make, I don't want to make a mistake and miss, you know, mislabeling or describing it incorrectly. It, I'll leave it at this. It did not end well, but it did end well done. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hello. Let me put you back on hold and give you one more shot. Listen for that little tone that you'll get in your ear. Caller, are you there now? Elizabeth, I know it's you, but we can't hear you. Call us back. Bob, I know I can hear you. Hi, Harry. Uh, Look, uh, you know, all these, there's so many great British series that, that, you know, that Masterpiece Theater has had over the years, and, and all of them are worth, you know, I mean, the, the, the really great ones. Well, that, let me throw one at you real quick, and then you take it back, because I'll tell you a quick little story. My wife, Margie, fell in love with this Downton Abbey. And so whenever that was on, I went into another room. I didn't give it a chance, which really I urge everyone, don't be like that. I didn't pick up Downton Abbey until years. I, I think I didn't pick up Downton Abbey until not too long before it was finished. Now I've watched every episode, each of the movies that they have made, and I'm an enormous fan. That is a great show. Do you agree? Oh, oh, absolutely. We 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 even saw, I guess, the two movies. They uh, they me too. Uh, the movie this summer yeah. was, was was just a lot of fun. Mar- Margie and I saw the first movie in Disney World, as a matter of fact, in this amazing. It's called Splitsville. There's a bowling alley, pool tables, uh, restaurant, and then there's the whole movie theater right near it all. And this movie theater has full dining, whole menu. We had a meal and we watched the first Downton Abbey movie in Disney World. It was a phenomenal experience. Uh, I give them a lot of credit. Sometimes when a television series breaks out and they do the big screen, they mess it all up and, and it just it just disappoints you because they blow it. These movies have both been very good and I think there's going to be a third. Yeah, yeah, you know they 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 really focus on on so many you know, aspects of life that that are really fundamentally important to people. Like and and you know relationships between men and a woman in in particular. Uh, but, but you can really you know it, it's really a, a, there, there are a lot of like love plots, you know, love stories, and, and how we you know how our lives progress and and. You know, without all the the vulgarity that we we see coming out of Hollywood, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's I mean, there's just you think about Downton Abbey. There's just great storylines with the house, with the family, with the service staff. I mean, when the when they actually had the Queen 
come and eat at uh why am i forgetting the name of their their mansion uh but anyhow or their castle rather uh that i mean it's just every every single episode is is a winner it's just that well done margie picked up another show out of the um united kingdom and i can't remember the name of it but it looks really good too they have a lot of good stuff oh they do i mean you know like over the years you know the the, uh, the Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. Yeah. I mean, that that was a terrific series. Upstairs, downstairs, of course. That's the, the classic, you know, monumental, you know, masterpiece theater uh, version. But uh, you know, look for for my TV show. I'm going back to the 1960s. David Jansen and the Fugitive. Oh, so what a good, ripping, and you know, Harry. He he just was the perfect, perfect character actor for that i mean he was always unsettled he always... I, I totally agree and i also have to say because i've never seen him do anything i don't like i'm a big i think he's weirdo in life uh and i don't want to go too far when i say that i don't mean like so strange that he's in another you know uh planet or anything but he just seems a little weird harrison ford as richard kimball and tommy lee jones and the whole just chemistry camaraderie uh i i i give that high marks too but if you ask me to pick one i would absolutely have to pick david jansen and the 1960s fugitive tv series because it was just incredibly well done you know a, a really great actor that that we lost way too early because of that scourge uh you know, cigarette yeah. tobacco yep. you know he uh he died way too young. Yes, and, uh, but uh, you know, Harry. The uh, and, and look, the the movie is uh, that it, it's an obscure movie because it's a foreign movie. But it's, it's Das Boot uh, came out of Germany. It's about the uh, the German uh, submarine uh, yep. uh, crew uh, that uh, they had a you had a twenty five percent chance of surviving if you were in the German submarine fleet. Wow, that was it. Wow, okay. and you know that was a. Well, and and listen, no surprise. They held no value of human life. Uh, So no surprise. They put people in impossible situations. Well, you know, the uh, the tyrannical regimes and and look, World War Two was was a was a a titanic war that was primarily fought by two psychopaths. In Europe, and I know we're getting away from our entertainment, but what you don't see—you don't see much coming out of. You'll never see it coming out of Hollywood at all. Uh, you know the, the. Well, you know Hollywood for its entire existence, which I just wrote an article about it. Uh, started right here in New Jersey, in West Orange, New Jersey, uh, before there was actual film projection. There was kintoscope. Uh, and Edison had the patent and they took it all because they didn't want to be under his thumb. They took it all to California. So we tell the story about how New Jersey was the first Hollywood. But Hollywood always took the position until lately because now they're so incredibly political. And I don't want to violate uh, the mental health break rule. So I'll go back to the to just the um, entertainment portion of it. They moved it to California to get away from Edison's patents, which he had. They found out that if they go 3,000 miles away, Edison's patents just didn't keep up. They just – it was just too far, and the California courts didn't like Edison, and so they didn't honor them. And so California became 
the motion picture capital of the country, but it was New Jersey. We had it. That would, if you think about it, this probably wouldn't be a great state to live in if it had stayed that way. Because look, I mean, look at Hollywood. It's, it's to me, it's an infection. I love to watch the product, but the the entire pollution of of their agendas and all these things that I wish they would just keep quiet about and let us enjoy them as actors. Uh, they just can't let go of it anymore. They used to be able to. Some of them were activists in the day, but not like you see it now. But let me get the break in, Bob. Uh, we've got you with The Fugitive and Das Boot. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Bob's line is just freed up at 609-407-1450. We've got you next, and you'll be right after that. Hang in there. Don't go away. Much more. Straight ahead. This is... Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 41 minutes past the hour, Hurley in the morning with an official mental health break. So I won't be able to tell you about the injustice that's about to take place with Steve Bannon. Such a shame. The weaponization that it's just it's I never thought I'd see it. It's it's at a level that is is so uh, so beyond anything that I ever would have thought would be possible. Uh, phone lines are jammed. We're talking about a movie recommendation that you're going to make for your fellow listeners and or a television series recommendation. So let's keep it going. The momentum has been fabulous. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Harry. It's Rich from Linwood. Hi, Rich. Hi. Uh, my recommendation for a movie is The Best Years of Our Lives. It's an older movie. It's about three soldiers that come home from World War II. It's a great movie. It's got all sorts of different dramatic plots to it, and I highly recommend it. I love it. Thank you, Rich. It's a good one. All right. You're welcome. Thanks Bye-bye. for calling in. You're welcome. Andy's going to join us next. Andy, I know you could go on and on and on. Give us uh, give us a movie and give us a TV show. Well, by the way, Harold Russell won the Academy Award for that film, The Best Years of Our Lives, 1946. He was the double uh, amputee. Remember, he had hooks uh, on his arms. Yes. He, didn't, he lost his hands. So he wasn't really an actor, but he won an Academy Award. And it was sad because years later, he was forced to sell his Academy Award because his wife was ill, and he knew he needed the money for his wife, and then the the academy found out about it. They bought them back, uh, bought it back for him. That's but, um, that's wonderful. Yeah, a- absolutely great film, Harold Russell. Um, and and I have to also say, Bob was spot on about the fugitive. David Jansen acted with his face. If you watch that TV show, he didn't have a lot of dialogue. He didn't speak a lot, but you, the, 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 the expressions on his face. Uh, he was able to show pain. He was able to show I'm innocent, and he was able to show exasperation. Uh, the interchange between him and Inspector Gerard was just absolutely incredible, and they actually knew how to end a show. They ended it the right way. Yes, and do you know who the announcer was on that show? I do know. because you, the, you, the, you, the narrator. Yeah, you and I have talked about this before. I'm drawing a blank. Who is it? William Conrad. That's right. Cannon. Yes. Yep. And by the way, Margot Martindale, I met her at Newark Airport. I was picking up a customer. She was waiting for her limousine, 
and I recognized her, and I didn't want to make a scene, but I brought her picture up on my phone, and I sidled over to her, and I held the phone up. I said, is that you? She said, yes. She said, but I look a lot better in that picture than I do now. Uh, well, I'm a big fan of hers. Total character actor that everybody knows her face. No one knows her name. She told me, remember, she played Brian Cranston's mother-in-law in Your Honor. Oh, yeah. I, oh, my gosh, I love that show. What a, what an incredible series that was. You know, that Brian Cranston, whether it's Breaking Bad, which Margie has just picked up on. My son loved it. Uh, oh, my gosh, everybody that's ever watched it loves it. Brian Cranston is truly one of the greatest actors of our lifetime. He is great. In that movie, Your Honor, it, it's some of the best acting you'll ever see. Watley. He was Watley on Seinfeld, the dentist. That's true. Uh, So, go ahead. Anyway, Margot told me that they're going to bring your honor back. Now, you saw it, Harry. I saw it. There's only one possible way they could bring that back for another season. And I can't reveal that because it would spoil the ending for everybody who didn't see it. Yeah, for anybody that watched it, you're scratching your head and wondering with how they concluded what's left. But I I also, I I remember when it was finished and I talked to my brother about it. I said, you know, there's a storyline available here. It's not over unless they want it to be over. It can be over. They also ended it very well. Oh, so, so incredibly well done. All right. What else do you have? You and I can, you and I can text and and discuss how they can bring it back. See if you and I agree. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go back just like Bob. Uh, every single day I watch this show, maybe several episodes late at night, and that's Gunsmoke. Now, I watched this show when I was a kid, the last few seasons that it, that they were doing new episodes, because it went till 1975. Yep. I was a kid. But I will tell you, especially the black and white ones from the, from the 50s and 60s, tell me that that is... That show was not so far ahead of its time. Really an adult Western. It wasn't hokey. Oh, there's no question. And what I love about the show, I re-fell in like with it because of MeTV. I stumbled across it. They would show like two episodes, and then I hit the record button for any time it comes up. Now I've been watching them. What I think is neat about that show, too, is you watch actors early in their careers that were nobodies like Clint Eastwood and uh, um, oh my gosh, who, who's the um, the rifleman? Uh, don't tell me. Uh, and he also was a, a baseball pitcher. Chuck Connors. Uh, you see all these people before they were famous. And that's uh, you. You took the words out of my mouth. But the other thing you'll see is a lot of big movie actors who were, you know, sort of. On the decline, they they weren't big in Hollywood anymore, so they were doing television. They wanted to be in Gunsmoke, like Betty Davis. The character actors in that series, uh, remember Jack Elam, the guy with the lazy eye? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, and and the guy uh, Strother Martin, who was in, um, um, uh, you know, what we've got here is a failure to communicate. He pops up in in, in Gunsmoke all the time. But, you know, you, you get to see really salt-of-the-earth people, strong people, not meek and mild people like you see today. It, it's just 
Uh, I, I and and the back and forth. I always liked uh, Ken Curtis as Festus more than Chester. Um, um, uh, what's his name? Um, I can't think of his name. But Dennis Weaver. I always thought Festus was better than Chester, the character. And I thought that back and forth between him, you know, Doc Adams, um, uh, just the characters were so so good. And if you haven't seen it in years. Watch it and, like you said, fall in love with it all over again. And let me throw one more at you, and then I've got to go, Andy. I could talk to you all day. Rick is going to be next. Um, we've got to get this last break in. Bonanza. Because of MeTV, I fell in like with that again. Lorne Green, middle name, Hyman, by the way, little known. Uh, that's another show that everything you just said happened on that show. The actors that were coming up that ultimately became superstars – and then, and it was Chuck Connors, and it was it was Clint Eastwood. He were in in, in early episodes of that as well, uh, and also, like you said, the famous ones that weren't on top anymore that they would showcase, and it was incredible when you would see them. And little known, uh, although people hear me say the Ponderosa, that's where the Ponderosa came from. My the, home, the restaurant. No, the Ponderosa was their uh, ranch on Bonanza. The Ponderosa, and that's where we nicknamed uh, my home, the Ponderosa, from Bonanza. To be continued, Andy, I've got to go. Rick is next, and we'll get to as many calls as we can. Remember, uh, we don't leave in 11 minutes. We leave in 17 minutes because Chris Coleman is a programming genius. So stay with us until Kilmeade right here. This is Early in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Hey, a lot of you know that I learned how to use a firearm when I was 11 years old. I've been practicing my entire life and people ask me all the time, Hannity, what kind of gun should I get? Well, now I'm telling them, go to Henry Repeating Arms. And I always tell them to start just by going to their website, henryusa.com. You're going to get a free catalog. Now, Henry has over 200 models of rifles and shotguns to choose from. They're made with the finest craftsmanship I've ever seen. And you don't beat their performance. Every one I have was accurate right out of the box and reliable ever since. Their company motto is made in America or not made at all. They have a lifetime warranty, family-owned business, and these folks are true patriots who give back to our military, our vets, our first responders, sick kids, you name it. They support gun safety, and they support our Second Amendment. So if you're in the market for a high-quality American-made firearm, just go to HenryUSA.com. You get their free catalog, listed dealers, and free decals, HenryUSA.com. You'll love this company. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 55 minutes past the hour. Let's do this 11 minutes uninterrupted. We're going to get four more calls in, so we're going to divide the time between the four of you. Uh, and this means you will be the uh, final call of today's show. So hang in there. Rick is going to join us now on the Hurley in the Morning program, and we're having you recommend all of our callers, recommend to your fellow listeners a movie and or perhaps you can do both, a TV series uh, that you think that your fellow listeners would enjoy. Rick, how are you, my friend? I'm excellent. How are you enjoying a beautiful uh, vacation day, getting some winterization done, and uh, everything's great. So. Good. For, for my movie, I'd like to recommend, and, you know, this is more of, of a local flair. I recommend Snake Eyes. 
you know, if you have not seen this movie, it was a Nicolas Cage movie. It was filmed in Atlantic City at the Taj Mahal and other places. Uh, I've had personal involvement in the uh, writing of the screenplay. The, the, they, David Kep and Brian De Palma showed up, um, and the screenplay hadn't even been written yet. And uh, I was able to provide a bunch of background information and other information that wound up into the script and into the screenplay. And, and excuse me, by the way, what was Nicolas Cage's name in this movie? Well, well, Nicolas Cage, it was a surprise to me. I didn't realize this at first, but Nicolas Cage's name was Rick Santoro. Yes. Rick Santoro. Yes. He also used my son's name, Michael. And I, I wasn't aware of this. There were two meetings in the, in the production of this. One was, Rick, can you please tell them everything about executive protection, boxing security, surveillance security, whatever you can share. So I spoke to them. They took some notes. Then there was a second meeting, and they brought Nicolas Cage back. And they said, Rick, we just want you to talk. I'm like, well, what? They said, just, just tell us what you told us last time. And I didn't realize what was happening. Cage is a method actor. He has to copy a human for every single role. So every role he's in, there's some person that Nicolas Cage emulates exactly. So they didn't tell me this, but he, you know, during the second meeting, he was, when he was out of the picture, I realized he was mimicking my hand gestures, moving his mouth. And by not saying anything, it was actually weird. And he's definitely weird. It was a weird thing. It was, uh, you know, offensive to me. Like, like, I had to stop. like what, what are you doing? That's funny. You like you thought you were getting mocked or something, but really, he you were his inspiration, as you say, his method acting. Uh, he became you. Now you know I knew this, uh, and Whalen's in the movie. You're in the movie. There's a lot of local flavor to it. It is one of my go-to movies that I watch at least once or so a year. And you've just inspired me. I'm going to watch it uh, this weekend, and I'll report back on Monday. I remember a lot about it. I love the scene. The scene at the end when the um, the the I guess you would call it almost like the metal garage door, but the big door that goes up, and there's Gary Sinise and Nicolas Cage, and Nic- Nicolas Cage craps him out. I mean, it is it is a great movie, Rick. Yeah, it really is. And it was so cool from the local perspective. In addition to that, they predicted the future a little bit because one scene in that movie was a giant globe that had been on top of the casino that, you know, ripped off and rolled down in a storm. And it looks like the globe that now sits on top of ocean. That's very cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's another cool part. So so please watch that, you know, um, and it was enjoyable. I'm going to watch it this weekend, Rick. Thanks. Yes, please. And for my movie, for yeah. my television series, yes. Um, you know, back when HBO was robust and was, before it shriveled up, some of the programming in those series were absolutely outstanding. You know, forget about Sopranos. I really enjoyed Deadwood on on HBO. Oh, I love Deadwood. Um, historically, yeah, historically accurate, really detailed in terms of the dialect the uh, costuming and how the lives of different people were entwined in these these startup towns that were just popping up because of the gold rush yep swearing gin i mean <laughs> he ran the town i loved it rick to get these other three callers in i gotta go i only have six minutes take care see you my friend i'm watching snake eyes uh in honor of rick 
my um Nicolas Cage in that movie is Rick Santoro. And I, I've always known that that was not a coincidence uh, because Rick and I go, we go all the way back to the Golden Nugget. It's just weird how we were at the Golden Nugget together. We were at Trump together. Uh, and he's just a really good guy. And that movie is so cool because of its localness. And sometimes Atlantic City just gets a mention in in a movie or they'll have a casino scene like in the um, Rounders movie with uh, Matt Damon. Uh, and Malkovich, and my gosh, if you haven't seen that movie, please, please watch it. Fantastic. Uh, you know, and it, it gets highlighted, spotlighted, but this movie really showcases that this is in Atlantic City. It's really well done. You're on the air. Welcome. Uh, yeah, a little nostalgia because it's football season okay. and it makes everyone cry. And it starts with Hemingway said all true stories end in death. And this is a true story. And I'm talking about Brian Piccolo's story, Brian's song with James Caan and Billy D. Williams. Now, are you aware that there is a second Brian song movie that was made a certain number of years later? I bought it recently. Uh, I want to say Mackay Pfeiffer is... Um, is uh is is uh, Gail Sayers and I'm drawing a blank on who plays Brian Piccolo in that one. I pick the one I pick the first one as my favorite of the two, but there's a lot about the second one that's better than the first one. But that is a great movie, Andrea. Really? And yes, yes, so I'm telling you acquaint yourself with it. Just go to Brian, look it up, Brian's song and the one that is a later date is the one that I'm talking about. It, and some of the story is the same. Obviously, you know, a lot of the story is the same, but there are different emphasis in, in the in the two movies. The second one departs from the first one a bit. Uh, stays true to it, largely. But in, I'm telling you, it's, it's really hard for me to pick between the two. They're both really great. You should watch the second one. That's my recommendation. I'm taking yours. I watched Brian's song about three months ago then that inspired me to get the second one and then i watched it whenever amazon sent it to me a few days later uh so check it out i gotta jump because i promised i'm going to get in two more people and we're running out of time welcome to hurley in the morning you're on the air yeah boss yeah listen little little known movie but do you remember movie cowboy way no you ever see it no and I'm good with movies. It, it was, I, I never heard of that. It, it was I, I, it was with Nicolas Cage again, okay? And he played this cowboy that, you know, he's from down in Texas somewhere. And he he, he was uh, an aspiring singer and all. And he started to get noticed. And he got noticed by this agent in, in New York City. And they brought him up to, you know, talk and have meetings and whatnot. And he goes in there. He's never been to a big city before. He's like lives on a ranch, you know, his whole life. But he's a good singer. And they bring him to this fancy steakhouse. <laughs> There's so many good lines in this movie. It's not even funny. But they bring him to this steakhouse, a real, real fancy steakhouse in, in Manhattan. I am Sparks or something like that. You know what I mean? This is starting to make me think that I know of it, but just didn't know the name. 
I, I was not aware of a single Nicolas Cage movie. I'm a Nicolas Cage fan. I love Face Off with Nicolas Cage and Travolta. He's doing a lot of movies now um, pretty quick. I don't think they're as good as uh, some of his early to middle of his career work, but they're good. I watch them. I'm a fan. Uh, I think I know of this movie. I'm going to reacquaint myself with it. I'll just give you one line real quick. I know you have all the colors. Look, he's in the steakhouse with these agents and everything, right? Yeah. You know, these producers. And he's in the fancy steakhouse, and, and they ask him, how would you like your steak prepared, sir? And he, he looks up, he's got that cowboy hat on, and he looks up and he says, smack the horns off it, wipe its A double ass, and put it on the plate. There you go. He he, he wanted it, he wanted it like Brian Gumble likes his. Uh, basically, what would that be called? Like tartar or something. Just wanted it completely raw. Uh, he's funny. When he plays Caster Troy in, uh, in uh, Face Off, oh, he is just demented. Hey, Tom, give it to us real quick. We've got a minute. All in the family, Harry. Oh, that would be that would be canceled. That wouldn't even be allowed today to be made. <laughs> and my favorite movie is Midnight Cowboy. I always wanted to be like Razzo Rizzo and, and go down to Florida. <laughs> there you go. And I will see you very soon for um, our get together. All right, my friend. I'll see you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right, we promised we would get everybody in, and we did. I owe Tom more time. Next time, we'll make it up. Uh, next time, remember live and local tomorrow, beginning at 5 a.m. with Tom P. Rack and Finn Radio, John DeMassey, Talk with a Purpose, 9 to 12, Karma Murata, from noon to 2. That's your live and local WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 uh, All Stars for tomorrow. Brian Kilmeade is up. Enjoy the weekend. I've got my fingers crossed that the Phillies win tonight and that the Yankees win two, so that when I come back on Monday, 